kick one, two, one, two, bitch. bitch. Everybody. What up? This is episode 147 of the Illogical Sims Podcast. This is your boy Busby. Give me a hell yeah! And over here is your boy JC No Hut Head Martin. Yo, what the <laughs> fuck is up, man? Shh, fucking whatever reason I'm fucking tired. I don't know why I'm tired. Couldn't get no sleep over this weekend, but Thanks. <laughs> preaching to the choir. Shit. Damn. Shit. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> From the sounds of things, JC, it, it seems like you got some good sleep. He hasn't been I getting did. meat. He's nah, been eating that meat. You. All that meat. He hasn't been. He hasn't put no meat in his mouth lately. I've been. Uh, so yesterday. Pause. Has, yeah, I know, right? Jesus. <laughs> well, no, I've been still been eating meat. It just hasn't been red blood meat. It's been plant based. So still, I've been eating meat. It just hasn't been, you know, traditional. Not that thick shit. Nah, it's been. Not that Impossible Whopper. That shit is that's a good ass burger. Hmm. I've heard it was nasty. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard it was nasty. Someone told me that shit was trash. Yeah, but you said that, it was good. Every, everybody has different taste buds. Yeah, I mean, but, usually that's usually the case when people don't want to try something new or they're yeah. afraid to change when it comes to their food. Seriously, they're so, just something different. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like ah, yeah, I don't like that shit. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I had that. Has more uh, plant based carne asada tacos. Nice. Fire again. That sound. I'm sorry, dude. That that, that sounds so horrible. I know. Plant based carne. It sounds that, horrible. Yeah, that until, really sounds. Until horrible. you saw the picture, you were like, "Oh, <laughs> I don't know, it man." Didn't, it didn't look like nobody. It wasn't no ground beef. Like it, that shit was fire. That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, so did that, but not the last two days. Well, yesterday I only drove for like two hours. Hmm. I was done. I went back and chilled the rest of the day. Damn. So I rested, and then today I took a self-imposed day off. So. Shit, like that's what's up. yeah, like literally the yeah. past two days I've worked two day, two hours. Yeah, with that round of applause, congratulations for real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I worked. Uh, oh, you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we kept going. Oh yeah, but now during the week, um, midweek, Larissa and I went to go see uh, that Chronic 2001 uh, orchestra cover. Oh yeah, Ooh, I, I saw you. I saw I saw your IG story. It looked fucking lit. Oh my Seriously. god, that shit was wild. Like we didn't even like we thought it was just gonna be some little thing. So we're like, okay, doors open at 7. They say the show starts at 8.30. Like, we can get there at 8. We get there at 8, and the fucking line is, like... Wrapped around the corner? I won't even say wrapped around the corner, but it's get, it was getting up there. Like, because it's at the Ritz, which is on 1st Street. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so we get there, and it's about halfway to getting wrapped around the corner. We're like, what the fuck? Shit. Uh, chronic, bro. Seriously. I, I think just it saying Chronic 2000 or 2001 that's, that's, is that's like... That's fine, before a cover band... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like I, I no, nah. I, I get you, but a lot of people probably didn't know it because no, I mean, it, me reading the, uh, the the what do you call it? The advertisement. I didn't think it was a cover band. No, that, that's what it I was. Thought, that's what it was like specifically. An orchestra, the whole orchestra. Yeah, yeah that's like, what I was thinking. Conductor. No, that's but that's shit. what it is. It was a. It's an orchestra, but they're a, a cover band orchestra. Yeah. Uh. That is so strange, but it sounds awesome. No, I know what you yeah, mean. Seriously. I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Especially but, when you consider the sounds that are in like that mm-hmm. album. You know what yeah. I mean? Like It seems like it would be fitting and shit. No, but they came from uh, Europe. 
So they're all like high end uh, musicians over there. They all came together to. I don't even think the Chronic is what they only do. I think it's just for this tour run. Oh, that's shit, what they're okay. doing. But they're like well versed. Um, they had one cat that served as the main MC, and then the leader of the group. He was on the keyboard, and then he also had the guitar keyboard. To oh shit. shit! He did yeah. that, and then he would come on the mic too. So like. He was like, did they do the whole album in? They did the whole album in order. Oh wow! Oh, in the track list, order. (laughs) Like they did a they did a warm up for the intro, like just some orchestra related warm up, Mm. and then they jumped right into um, the Watcher. Oh shit! That shit was dope as fuck, man. Like Larissa and I had a good time. Of course, she's not familiar with. The the Chronic two thousand one. What? But oh, every wait, time, wait, I, wait, yeah, she wait. she doesn't listen to what? a lot of albums. I remember that. I have to. I had to watch myself. Yeah, she's not. A, she's not like us. I mean, she doesn't take music. <laughs> so she didn't know when you told when you sent me that verse when when they were when he was doing when the songs the when the songs would come up. I'd be like, Eminem's about to. He has a verse here. And then, <laughs> I, and then I would like I knew I knew all I had to do was tell her, and I knew she would guess which verse it would be. Okay. Like I didn't tell her which verse it was. I was uh-huh. just like, "Em has a verse on this song," uh-huh. and then she picked it up, and then she would start going crazy. Well, did she did she rap every verse from "Forgot About Dre"? Well, she doesn't. Yeah. Sh- okay, I was about yeah. to say she has to know "Forgot About Dre." At least yeah. has to. Shit. Yeah. No. no she just doesn't <laughs> we had know to make the, a phone call after that. She was just <laughs> serious. For real. She doesn't know the the album shit. You know, me on the other hand. Yeah, we know. all knew. I mean, we. Oh, we, yeah. Word for word, know, top to bottom. And shit. Exhibit on what's the difference? What's the difference between me and you? Shit about five <laughs> bank accounts. <laughs> what's the difference between us? We can start the penis. We can scream. Just don't give a fuck and see who means yeah, it. Yeah, but no, nah, it was it was a good night out. But overall, I, I learned something about myself that I did not know in recent uh, memory. Which is, I am washed when it comes to drinking. Well, uh, I had shit. two drinks and the fucking and room spun when we got back. What to did you drink? Damn. We just had a shot and then I had another like a uh, um, a cranberry pineapple vodka. Oof. But wait, have you been drinking like? No, no. Ah, that's, see, what that's why you. I don't. Yeah, I do you. not drink like I used to, and yeah, I haven't yeah, been yeah. drinking like that. You've been for working in shit years, right? Yeah, if you so. with me, you'd be dead. No, <laughs> she was she's fully functioning and God shit. Damn alcoholics! Yeah. I'm not alcoholic. That's the thing. Nah, she's fully functioning and shit. Like she's like making sure I'm all right. Like obviously I didn't have to throw up or anything. I know. But we were talking about the next day because she was out of it for work. Because mm. I guess it caught up to her. Oh yeah. And then um, she's like, yeah, it's clear that we'll wash. It's clear that uh, I I do alcohol in this relationship and you're the weed guy in this relationship. And I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. It looked fun though. Hey man, that was a hell of a good time. I like that dynamic. Yeah, you know, it always balances each other yeah, up for sure. Yeah, that's what's up. Uh, for my black ass, I pretty much worked and stayed in. I watched that um one that I watched that one movie, Good Boys. Oh yeah, yeah. It was for I don't know, for whatever reason I feel disappointed watching it because it it was super bad. Junior. That's mm-hmm. pretty much all it was. That's what it looked like. And I was, I, I was I knew, and they were just cussing like adults and shit like that, and. I, I like there was some funny parts that had its moments, but I was just annoyed, especially with the black kid, the black the black actor, the character. He was just really fucking annoying to me. And you always have that one annoying kid, but he has had to be the black one. That was the most annoying part of it. And I was like, oh, why have to be you? But eh. well, what made him annoying? He would snitch on certain parts. Like yeah, don't say nothing. He would just literally snitch. There was parts like they had to. Um, they could have easily got themselves out of it, but he would just. 
because they took these girls Molly and shit like that, and he'll be like, "No, you don't need the Molly. It's bad for you." And they'll just be running away from him, and they'll be like, "Dude, just give it back." No, I know what's best. And then in that trailer, that's when he fucking the bike hit the bench. Yeah, was, yeah. And I'm like, that's what the fuck you get. Yeah, but, so I guess for taking Molly away. It sounds no, like a good, upstanding young man. Like, yeah, seriously. but no, but the kids were like, <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. But they, but You're they, mad that they didn't get the no, Molly transaction. No, 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 You're no, mad no, no, that he did the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> shit. No, but the thing was, like, they were getting caught up in some stupid shit. They had no business getting caught. It was all avoidable. It was just like, just mind your little fucking business, you little shit. Well, they're kids. Everything's avoidable. Always avoidable. Again, it was just to me when I was watching, I was just annoyed, but it had its moments. I was like, whatever. And then on Netflix, I kind of started binge watching that QB1 documentary, that little the documentary series that follows the quarterbacks and all those private rich high schools and shit. Yeah, I don't need to watch it. I, I, I saw you it lived firsthand. It. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't personally live it, but I, I saw it firsthand. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know it's what not, I mean. It's not, it's not <laughs> last chance you. Yeah. It's not last chance you or anything. I'm waiting for fucking Friday Night Texas to come back, but I think they canceled that shit because they don't want to see those kids get fucking CTE and shit. Ugh. Yeah. I know, right? They got Seriously. one. Uh, they got one new show. Basketball is Our life. I think basketball. Is, I thought football is life. No, it's just the uh, kids. It's um on a. Uh, I want to say they're in a Native, Native American res- yeah, reservation, but it's huh. it's just a community. Um, but the coach is like, well, he has a resume. Oh, um, and it's these high school kids. One of them is like, uh, <coughs> for comparison, because what they're showing, he's like a high school uh, Kevin Durant for his team. Like he's long and lanky. Oh, is he black? The fucking uh, no, they're all Native Americans. Oh, all of them. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's a Native American community. Oh, okay. okay, okay. Yeah. Huh, that's um, cool. But I got through the first three episodes of that. That shit's actually really good. Oh. It's just the only difference with that is it's only half an hour episodes, not an hour. Oh, so okay. it kind of they kind of brush into it. Yeah. It's like eight or ten. I forgot. Yeah, that's how long. That's how long QB one is. Like half an hour. Yeah. <coughs> so I'm like, okay, that's cool, whatever. And then that was pretty much it. I worked and I kind of stayed home for the most bit, <laughs> most part. So I finished the boys. And it was cool. I mean. It wasn't something that, like, I'm glad I wasn't, like, I didn't jump into it right away. Because mm. it kind of, there were certain elements that were, like, underwhelming to me. Like what? Well, I mean, the storylines itself just kind of were dry midway. Like, if I remember, what is it? It's, like, what, eight? Episodes. Eight episodes or ten episodes? Eight, it's eight. It's eight? Yeah. So, like, the fourth and fifth episodes, they kind of dragged on. Especially when she went to the, um, Starlight, when she went to the... The Christian. church, the Christian. Oh, yeah. That was a wild episode. Like, it was wild, but it kind of drug on a bit. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know, you, I know, yeah, I know exactly yeah, what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. all right, can, can we just get to the point? Like, There were some episodes that did that did drag on, but when they picked up, it picked up. Yeah. 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 When Seriously. the action was there, the action was good. Yeah. The storyline was good. Homelander is a, man, that, yeah, that's a boy right there. Well, not home. I keep, I'm thinking of Superman, but yeah, Homelander. That's, yeah. He's a villain. But it is very <laughs> realistic in what... Uh, American society would do if there were superheroes out here. Like, mm-hmm. on, yeah, it would probably. not be Marvel. There would be corporations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously. Oh, yeah, monetize the fuck out of them. You feel me? But uh, it's uh, like I said, it's there were just certain elements. But uh, it's good. It's great to watch. Like I'll definitely be tuning into season two, especially that ending. Well, spoilers. Well, I didn't say nothing, but that ending. That ending when I when he's like, oh yeah, Shit. I did fuck your wife, and she and this is my kid. This is your kid. Well, my kid. And I was like, oh, shit, you made gay birth to Brightburn? Well, ain't that some shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, damn. I know, right? 
But other than that, that's cool. How about you? Oh, you already talked about you. Man, week, no. We oh, you didn't? No. Oh, yeah. You See? Didn't. Man, you need to start paying attention, bro. Shut up. <laughs> First, you tell me to talk, then you tell me to shut up. Exactly. Which is it? Shut up. <laughs> Go on with oh, I'm tired, bro. That was a long <laughs> fucking weekend. Shit. <laughs> Nah, real talk, man. On fucking Friday, I was out actually here. Huh. I was recording, okay. as, you know, like I do every weekend practically. Mm-hmm. And fucking, uh, I didn't leave till about two in the morning. Mm. So there was that. Then I wake up the next day at fucking seven. Why? I don't fucking know, but I did. Mm. That night, I had to drive to Manteca. So I was awake literally the entire fucking day. Ugh, you woke up and then have to go. <laughs> yeah. Ain't that a man? Out of hot, dude. I was pissed. <laughs> I was like, I tried. Believe me, I tried to go back to sleep. It didn't work. Uh, yeah, when you up, you up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't, you, like, fucking... don't you hate it when, like, when you wake up for early for work and you're going to, and when you're going to work, all you're thinking about is sleep. No, what I hate <laughs> is when I fucking wake up late for work, mm. but on the weekends I wake up early enough to be at work on time. That shit pisses me off. <laughs> what, what kind of shit is that? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so like I said, Saturday I woke up early, then I fucking stayed awake, uh, stayed awake all fucking day. My brother didn't get out of work till 10, and that's when we decided to drive to Manteca. Mm. We didn't get over there because of traffic, mm-hmm. there was a road work and all yep. that shit till about fucking 1.30, dog. Yep. Damn. Yeah. Ain't that about a bitch. So literally, I'm running like <laughs> five hours of good sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had a hard time sleeping shit. this weekend too for whatever reason. It was weird. heat. No, I have air conditioning. And now it was freaking windy as shit at night. Yeah, at night it, got, it was like, as fuck. Yeah, yeah no, on it our was side it was windy. it was windy. Mm. Random. God was like, here's some wind. It was like, y'all deserve it. <laughs> it was a good wind. It was a good wind during the day yesterday, but you know, like, over the weekend it was, it was hot. That's like that's one. It was like walking into an oven. Like God just turned the heat on. Yeah. Shit. Anyway. Yeah, but that was my weekend. Sleep deprived. There you go. Hova! <laughs> the news everybody's waiting for. Reasonable uh, Doubt is on all streaming platforms. Yay! Except for, except for Apple Music and Spotify. Ha! <laughs> 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 he's an asshole for that. Seriously. That's some old asshole shit. But he's not responsible for this. I know, but still. Uh, he's responsible for that, but he's not responsible <laughs> He's responsible for that. But... The, yeah, um, they're on uh, SoundCloud now, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, and a few others. Uh, via the equity distribution, which we talked about some a while ago. We did? Yeah, when that's Rock Nation's independent, like their empire. Well, too many fucking episodes. Some days it just, shit just blurs in together now. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> but hey, now you know! Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't know... No, now you know, yep. nigga! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get this shit out the way. So... Jay-Z and Rock Nation decided to partner up with the NFL. Yeah. And people are mad. Why are people mad? Because Colin Kaepernick has nothing to do with it. It's pretty much in a nutshell. This deal, what it is, is that they teamed up just to pretty much work on the um, Super Bowl halftime show when it comes to music and all types of shit. And it's a long, long partnership, long-term partnership between Hove and NFL and Roger Goodell and shit like that. And not only that, they, Hove is going to be an advisor for the Inspire the Change program. So, you know, they're going to put money to social justice and racism and bring, you know, spotlight on everything that's been going. That's everything that's been going on with, you know, black folks and the racial tension in America and all that other shit. 
Which they actually they've been doing since that uh, since they introduced that mm. uh, department. Yeah. I, I didn't realize I was mm. doing research on it. They've actually done a, quite a, a few of lending resources to these players to uh, go do this work. Yeah, I've seen I've yeah. seen it too. So right now, I don't. I we when we say Jay Z is the greatest of all time, we really mean that shit because there was literally a split between people that are literally on whole side and Kaepernick's side. And meanwhile, the NFL is just like. Vince it. So damn. <laughs> How you get mad? You don't want to press it. I know. Seriously though. It's just it's just for effect for the people. It's just effect for the people. So pretty much you already like affecting for the people and getting pissed off that he's doing it. Nobody <laughs> like, told you to do that shit. Well, I'm speaking for the people. I'm speaking for the people. Anyway, Cap's girlfriend Nessa is really pissed off because Cap had nothing to do with it, and Hove pretty much looks like a snake in all of this shit. And especially Charlemagne even asked him like. Did Kavanick have any parts in this? And he pretty much just said, No. In that voice, too. With Tata chilling in the back of the icon. Oh, my shit. God. Tata was sitting there like the fucking... I, I remember seeing him. I'm like, damn, that's the killer. Like, if this was... Like, <laughs> seriously. Like you just knew the shit right away. I was watching... Because I watched the whole fucking... Not, not all of it, but they put up the entire press conference on Rock, on Rock Nation's YouTube. Mm. I didn't even know they had a YouTube until it popped up on my feed. And you just see Tata sitting there in his little gray hat, just chilling there. And I'm just like, damn, that's the dude who sprayed, who pepper sprayed R. Kelly. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with that shit, too. No, but he's <laughs> like, like, he's like, yes. he's, that's Hove's BFF. And it's like, he's like the silent killer. Like, you just you take care of the Lord's work back then. That's how you get to sit in these type of meetings. He Seriously, still does though. it. He probably still does it. Like, if anyone talks shit about him, he'll get that text and pop. Like, you get thrown in the fucking, like, a Rock Nation van pops up and he just grabs you and throws you in the fucking van. <laughs> the folded airplane logo. That's all you get. <laughs> you just wake up and you just all tied up and he just walks around you heard you talking shit about Sean huh yeah. <laughs> ah, you think you're gonna be just talking about Corey like that <laughs> like he don't refer to him as Sean he just calls him Corey he's that way they can't they can't trace it back to him he calls him by his middle name you just gonna disrespect Corey like that my nigga who's Corey <laughs> shut up fuck you what the fuck you was talking about how do we get here <laughs> anyway racism <laughs> no it's not, it's not racism that's uh, what's upset uh, Eric Reed again was upset. Oh shit, that was funny. No, not that. That's not funny. But yeah, Eric Reed was pissed off and pretty much they were really, really vocal on social media and in the media that they pretty much, in a nutshell, called. They were disappointed and they were calling Hove a sellout. And with me, I'm kind of just. I'm just gonna say my piece on it. I've been thinking about this for the past. This whole weekend, just looking on social media and seeing what everybody's fucking saying about the whole situation. And I've, I, I looked at it from both angles. Like, both angles, looking at the good side and the bad side of it. And in a nutshell, I just, I'm just going with my gut. And no matter how you look at it, this looks really fucking shady. Especially when Hove, just on SNL just a few years ago, was rocking that Kaepernick jersey. And I remember it said... Colin K, I remember. It said Colin K had it was black and it had the number seven and he was stand and it looked like he was standing on his side. And then all of a sudden you go and just work with the NFL who's pretty much single handedly keeping him out the out the league and shit like that. 
And I'm just seeing, I'm seeing all of this. And then how he said, what's it called? When they asked him, are you going to stand or are you going to kneel when the national anthem comes on? And Hove just said, we'll, I think we're past kneeling. And for whatever reason, that left a really bad taste in my mouth when he yeah. said that. He sounded like a fucking old, rich, billionaire white boy. And it was, and then I just, it just dawned on me. He's a business. When are y'all going to say, man? No. 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 Okay. He's a businessman. <laughs> he's a, it was like an alley oop and it just dropped on the floor. Like, all right. Well, he's a business man. And it just is what it is. And then I'm seeing, and then other stuff he was saying, like how uh, Roger Goodell was just nodding his head when he was saying it and how he was kind of, when Charlemagne even asked him, don't you feel that people are going to be looking at this really disingenuous and Hove kind of just tap danced around the question and then looking on social media and seeing how there's literally a split between people that feel this is wrong and Hove stands kind of reminded me of Drake stands and they sounded like fucking Trump supporters all of a sudden. It's just wild to see and it's just like, man, I, I just don't know. But it just is what it is. And that's just me. And now I feel like the narrative is changing now. I just feel like I thought this was all about, like, getting Kaepernick a job. Because when he took a knee, he thought this was only for, like, bringing awareness to the injustice going on to the world, to our people and shit like that. With the police brutality and shit like that. And then the NFL just, you know, said, the fuck out of here. Just say, fuck out of here. Don't talk about it. And then they all started taking knees and shit like that. And now Hove is just as soon as, and then all of a sudden Hove is just like, no, nah, I'm gonna be by their side, and it makes Hove look like the fucking poster boy for black folks, saying we're not racist, we got Jay Z on our side. Yeah, I, I looked. I at don't it, know. I looked at it from both angles. I mean, on one hand, it would have been nice for Jay to reach out to Cap in recent times, like mm. when he said that he did speak to Cap. I believe that he did talk to Cap. I just believe it was a while ago. Yeah. Because he didn't he didn't put a, he didn't put a timestamp on it. Yeah. According to Jamila Hill in her article. Jamel Hill. Jamel Hill, my fault. She said according to an anonymous source in her article, she was like, Oh no, they talked. It just wasn't a good conversation. Yeah, so I mean that there's the hmm. confirmation. I just don't believe it was recent. Yeah. So I yeah. mean, would it have been nice to speak to Cap? Like, yeah, of course. I mean he he's the one that it, it starts with him. And what right. made it worse is that he, he's he been having this deal. He was talking to the NFL since January trying to get this deal together for him. And <laughs> might as well touch on this shit with Jermaine Dupree. Y'all know what this is. Give me that. For the word Brian Michael Cox said, apparently, allegedly, Jermaine Dupree had the same deal. The NFL was going to offer him that same deal. And Jay-Z just told him. No. And said it wasn't a good look. And also, that's another thing that made it worse, too, is when they talked about the whole Travis Scott shit, when he said, um, what did he say? That he didn't want Travis Scott to do the Super Bowl. When that report came out that Jay-Z didn't want Travis Scott to do the Super Bowl, Jay-Z clarified that during the meeting, and he pretty much said, yeah, I didn't want him doing the Super Bowl because, in a nutshell, he's having a big year, and he'll look kind of stupid standing next to Maroon 5. Not because he wanted to stand in solitary with Kaepernick. And I was just like, damn, ho, why did you say that? No, you look worse. Why did you say that? Yeah, to, to follow up on that, anybody believes that the NFL was going to give Jermaine Dupree this same exact deal that Jay got for Rock Nation yeah. is a fucking idiot. Y'all know what this is. That was Seriously. not what he got. The deal, I believe, that was in place for Travis Scott and Jermaine Dupree was to perform at the Super Bowl. The deal that Jay and Rock got was to consult 
and speak about who and give opinions on who should be in position to perform at the Super Bowl. And that's what and in addition with the program dedicated to social injustice for the players to go out and do that. That's two different things. Jermaine Dupree performed for 15 minutes. It's not the same deal as what Jay got for Rock Nation. And even if it wasn't him performing per se, like even if he was consulting, it was in Atlanta, so that that part would make sense. But at yeah. the same token, when they already have Maroon Five as like the the main, main attraction, attraction, pretty much, mm-hmm. it's like at that point, I could understand why Jay Z would tell him no. It's like, dude, but don't get involved. When the reports, it's gonna make you yeah. look bad and shit. But when the reports came out, it made it look like. Jay Z was told Travis not to perform there, and just because of the whole Kaepernick situation. That's what that, and Jay didn't deny it until right now. Until you know when he was sitting next to Roger Goodell in business. And yeah, shit but like see, that. that was just speculation, though. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it was yeah, purpose. Like, it was like, on you're, purpose. You're, you're, you're definitely been. You're definitely taught to look at Jay for a way from that perspective, but it. He didn't start. He didn't. It would be different for me if he came out and said, "I told Trav not to do it because we support and Cap." Yeah. And then months later, he then says this. He never said anything yeah. from the beginning. Power so of silence. Hand, power of silence and I, actions. I will say this though, like them two backing out shows just how much influence he has. Because I mean, if you talking to Jay and Jay says, you know, I don't think it's a good idea. Mm. I will say that I would like to know what exactly Jermaine Dupri's Dupree's offer was because yeah. there man. might have been some. Some plausible cause for Jay to tell him, yo, don't do that. I mean, because we don't know. I think Funk Flex confirmed it. Funk Flex also has a lot of shit. Funk Flex says a whole lot of shit, dog. Come on now. I'm I can't saying. believe you cited Funk Flex. Like, I didn't, really? I didn't yeah. cite you it. Just, you just got them I saying said, oh, wait, wait, he, he, Did you hear the sarcasm in my voice? No, I didn't. Why are you getting all mad for? <laughs> don't you hear the sarcasm in my voice? I don't know when you're sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, no, like, Shit. again, I, I, I was looking for the flex bomb, but we don't got the flex bomb. Yeah, again, I, I'm not saying that that didn't take place, but in terms of what the actual deal is, I find it hard to believe that the NFL was going to give Jermaine Dupree <laughs> control over picking Super Bowl performances and control over heading the department for social injustice. Yeah, I, I, I can't see that. Yeah, yeah, I, can't, I really can't see that. The Super Bowl performance thing, I could kind kind of see. The other shit... I could only see... Martin, you know, a good point, because I didn't even think about it. I could only see that being brought into position for Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. However, again, that's... I didn't even think about that. Right. Yeah. Jay may have had a point once they signed on with Maroon 5. It's like, fam, they we're in your city and they're getting outsiders, like, and it's going to make you look like second fiddle. Yep. So maybe from that perspective, mm. he, he was actually right. I don't again. I don't know the what was involved in that deal, so I can't make an educated. Yeah, I can only assume, and you know what happens when you assume. You yep. Know? So that that from there, but in terms of what I've been seeing, I want to lay this out first and foremost. I am never going to be in a position where if I choose one side, I'm saying fuck Jay or fuck Cap. Oh yeah, that's, that's one thing. Oh, yeah, that's, nah. that's what a lot because of people. There's been so many people. Into. There's yep. so many because I've been on Twitter. I've been retweeting everything, and it may look like I'm saying anti. I'm like anti Hove. I'm not anti Hove. I've I know everything that Hove has done. You know, with charity and all that shit in the past and shit. I'm just standing on the side that it's looking pretty shady, and I'm looking at it very sideways. It's just like yeah. this isn't looking well. This like on surface, this is not looking well. If it looks like a pig, acts like a pig, it's a fucking pig. I mean, I, mean I, I get what you're saying, dude, but, like, you know, we were talking about it earlier and shit. It's just, like, you look at Jay-Z's track record. I get it. You kind of have to put a little bit of faith he in deserves him. The like, ben- yeah. He deserves more than coming out and people calling him a sellout. Yeah, oh, yeah I'm not calling yeah, him that. He, he deserves to... He 
at the very least deserves a alright don't fuck this up yeah I that, that's it. a whole different yeah. narrative from and the just thing calling was Wolf has right. always said the type of person he is in his music he's a fucking businessman and somebody even made I saw this one YouTube video saying I fuck with Jay Z but I don't fuck with Sean Carter pretty much I fuck with the rapper I don't fuck with the mm. businessman because the because business is cutthroat and what pretty much what it looks like is that he used Kaepernick as a negotiation tactic he used him as a pawn, pretty much, just so he can try to get in with these NFL people. See, that's, that's how... kind of how it looks. That's how it looks if you're expecting Kaepernick to be involved in this. Yeah, like, that's yeah. when the report first it, came out, my first response, I was like, oh, that's kind of fucked up. But I was like, okay, let me wait and see what, what comes out more and shit like that. Maybe Kaepernick has to be a part of this shit. Then the press conference come out, and then he was tap dancing around the questions about Cap, and I was just like... No, Cap is not a part of this. Oh, this doesn't look good. Uh, this is bad. I uh, know where this is going. See, that, that's if you're expecting Cap to be a part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect Cap to be a part of this. Hmm. Because you just brought it up how people were kneeling for Cap. That wasn't why people started kneeling. I that wasn't even that. why Cap started kneeling. It was always supposed to be about social I injustice. I said social justice. That's what I said. No, but you said people were kneeling for Cap at some point when you were when you started. No. So that's why I was like, "Wait, that's a first to me." Because no, Eric Reed said the same thing, and I was like, "I didn't say that part about." The I didn't hear about anybody switching. No, the I said the reason yeah, why they seriously. were dealing but, with for social justice. But Eric Reed, like sw- Eric Reed switched it up uh, when he did another press conference in regards to Jay, and then Stephen A. went had comments about it. And he said that was the start, but then they start blackballing caps, and now we're kneeling for cap. And I'm like, well, that I don't remember that address being put think, out there. I, don't, yeah, I, read, I did not hear Eric Reed say that shit. That was on that was on TV when I was watching the I, I, first I, take and CBS. Because right I've now. seen I've seen all the quotes he said on Twitter and shit like that. He's really looking at this sideways. Him and Nessa are looking at Hove really sideways of what all this shit that's been going on. But but from jump from jump one of the people that I look, he's done a great job in assisting with the community. And Sean King, mm. but Sean King got to shut the fuck up. He ain't gonna shut the fuck up. Like that—that's—that's that's literally the epitome of all right, bro. You cool, but remember, don't piss in the pool. Like Man, Bishop Lamar another, said. Another now the reason why I'm bringing the reason why I'm bringing that up mm-hmm. is because there was uh, some undertone when he called Jay a, a woke capitalist, Whoa. where it was uh, kind of this undertone where it was like, oh yeah, he's you know he's black, but remember he got billions, so maybe he's not all the way that black. And it's like I'm sorry, Sean King, you're not black. So, watch, you know, just just chill, appreciate all your contributions, keep providing contributions, but watch that. And what I found the irony in that was how he's calling Jay-Z a woke capitalist. But if I remember when we talked about this at this exact time last year, when Kaepernick hooked up with Nike, Mm. and the slogan was, stand for something, even if it means sacrificing everything, and they put a Nike checkmark underneath it. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that be capitalizing on the fact that Cap was woke? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, isn't no, that it, isn't that yeah. capitalizing? Yeah, definitely. So with Sean King is that he's very close with Kaepernick too, and I have no issue. With I'm that. letting you know he's really close. He's I on that he he's on that same side with Nessa and all of them, and he's reacting the same way they're doing. And he I have, said, I I'm have just letting you know no what I've what I've been seeing because you know I question everything about him sometimes too. Because every time a black kid and Jesse dies, he pops up like a fucking Pikachu. Like he pops up like a fucking Pikachu on my timeline. I'm like, oh, there he is. Yeah, I, I have I have no issue with that. Again, I appreciate all the contributions, but I sensed undertone when mm-hmm. he called Jay a woke capitalist. Like, but uh, it was a negative to be woke, and then cap- he, no, he, the way he was the way he was trying to capitalize on a situation. No, the way he was trying to make it that like, he was probably being sarcastic because he was probably thinking that it's not real. 
he doesn't call he, when he said a woke capitalist he's probably just saying like yeah you're not really woke he was pretty much saying that you're well, not then, authentic but see but see that's my issue with that if jay's not really woke then why is cap really woke if cap did the same thing mm. like literally he did the same thing they promoted it and then nike stock went up the highest it's been yeah he's doing that just to, it was probably just a, like a big old fuck you to the nfl it was just like I, I know, mean, I, know what yeah, you but I know what you meant. I know what you He's still gaining value off that, and he got paid off of it because yeah. of his endorsement. Yeah, because he wasn't getting paid for the NFL. But but he still got compens. He still got compensated. That's capitalizing yeah. on your wokeness. Yeah, he capitalized. And it's, then also too, I just want to throw this out there: when he was asked about like, whether he was in standard kneel. Yeah. He didn't say like that's it, it's over. Oh no, I know that part. But he said, "What's the next move? What's the next move?" So in my mind, the way I took that was like. Okay, maybe he's actually more involved into the social injustice, you know what I mean? Shit, mm-hmm. whatever, you know what I mean? Than we actually are thinking he is. Right. Yeah, I get now, it. You know now, what I'm saying? Like, my thing with that is, could he have worded it better? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not going to come out here and, you know, my defense on here isn't necessarily about Jay. It's towards people that don't wait for everything to play out and they immediately just jump on a headline and then they make their decision based on that. Or even a 10 second clip. Yeah. So, could he have worded it better? Sure. But he is absolutely right. Okay, we've been kneeling for what's about to hit the fourth season now. Damn. What do we want to do now? Do we want to do we want to stay on our knees or do we want to get up and... And the, what's the irony of it is... It's the not going to stop police brutality. Well, but the irony of it is is that the people I've seen that have had the most problem with that are usually the people that live by the slogan, I'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees. Mm. Hmm. So are we going to get up and do something, or are we just going to continue to? I, I I don't have a problem with the knee, but there has to you have to get up at some point. The point of why Kaepernick did that shit to begin with, well, shit, let's go all the way back. The whole reason why he did it in the first place was because he didn't he took a knee because of a fucking soldier. He wanted to respect a wounded wounded yeah, soldier, yeah, right? He was sitting, that was the whole reason why. Yeah, he, he sat the first. He, he sat, sat the, the first, first time. Line. Then they had he had a, uh, a talk with I believe a Navy SEALs yeah. in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, they came to a um, uh, a compromise yeah. where it was okay. You know, you may you may want to just show solidarity. Yeah, right. by not fully sitting, but at the same time, you know, showing the knee. Which again, I still stand by. People are fucking idiots when they say he's disrespecting the military because the whole because, oh, shit yeah, about a person the whole that served flag, in the yeah, services yeah, all was that other bullshit. Yeah. And and then after that, when he and they asked him why he did it, Cab was really just being straightforward and saying this around that time period when the whole what's his name, the Mike Brown situation happened, Trayvon Martin, and how everything was going on with the police. He was just upfront about the injustice going on in in the United States. Yeah, he was just being really upfront about why he was doing it. And until we do something about it, I'm just gonna take a knee for. All the shit that's going on to us. That was the exact reason why he did it. And then people got in their fucking feelings about it. Yeah, so, and then we got this shit. So, I mean, but that's that's what I was going to get to. From Jump, it's all been contorted and taken out. Yeah. And yeah. the whole, it's just from Jump, it's been, the 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 cause has been just been bombarded yeah. in, in like a fucking it became, it turned into a boondocks sure. episode yeah. but then you know reports came out later that TMZ was stating that Jay is in line for minority stake and in ownership that's what made so, me look at that's what made me look at Hove even more sideways. honestly from that standpoint that made me look at it a little bit differently in more of a supporting sense because it's like oh okay so you get a seat at the table you know doing what you're known for because he is known as an activist he's just he's yeah. not new to this and the reason why, again, I'm not putting them against each other. 
the Black Lives Matter movement really started with Trayvon Martin, which was back in 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. During that time frame, and this is no disrespect because this is just how it plays out. Cap was on GQ doing a photo shoot with shirtless with a jacket he on. Was, he was a rookie. That was when he was just really nah, starting he was, playing. He was, he was second, third year around that time. No, but the point a, is, I know what you mean. But the point is, he was doing that. Jay was with Trayvon Martin's family. Mm-hmm, I remember that. So how is Jay a sellout if he's been, quote-unquote, woke? The whole time. The whole time. And Cap, and again, I'm not saying Cap is bad for that because people wake up at different times. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. We're all at a different time frame. Right. What I'm saying is this is more so for the people who are bashing Jay. Why is Cap woke if Cap woke up years after Jay did? A few years later, but yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, if, if, if Jay's been there from the jump of this Black Lives Matter movement, he definitely deserves a benefit of the doubt. It's also people that just don't do their research or just don't care. Of course. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, back, again, they, they're bad-mouthing yeah. Jay about, you know, possibly having ownership when a few years ago, Puff was bringing up, hey, I want to buy the Panthers, and then Cap, you know... Hey, I would want part of that too. The whole isn't that, why that shit isn't that capitalism? The whole shit yeah. why that fucking happened was because when the Panther fucking um, owner was a fucking racist, and that's when Diddy wanted to buy the fucking team. But even, but even Cap was already getting blackballed at that point. But even then, so the, the point went, that fuck it. The point I'm and going we were to that all is all behind it. Of course, uh, I'm still not. I'm, if Cap wants to own a team, I'm definitely not against that. Yeah, I'm for seriously. That. The yeah. point I'm making though is that why are Jay's moves considered capitalist, but? Caps when he says the same thing I, a while ago, I, it's oh that's radicalism. Like if that's that's yeah, change. I'm already yeah. telling you what it what it is. It's because he's sitting with the fucking comp, the organization that is single handedly kicking out a player for standing up for what he believed in. That's why they're looking at him sideways, and also because he stood in solidarity with him when he wore his fucking jersey and was shouting him out. So it makes whole. Look shady. That's fine, but wouldn't that's the whole point? But wouldn't Cap look the same way if Cap? No, listen, not, no you haven't. Got, I'm you haven't trying even, to tell you. You that's haven't what's, even. You haven't listened to what I said though. You on, they just on, cut me off. Go on. Wouldn't Cap look the same way if Cap was and did get a spot back on a roster and they put Cap in a in a role that was fueling that social injustice department? Wouldn't he be viewed as sitting at the table with the enemy because he could just throw the football for, and doesn't have to get on that the whole, side of the, the, the corporate side? Is, the point is, if he was playing and holding this very same shit and, and Cap had a name in it, everyone would, they, we would not get no backlash. But since Cap is not playing and is not on a team right now, people are going to look at it sideways. This is how people are just viewing it. That's that's just the way it is. I don't know why Cap keeps getting brought up in this whole shit. Honestly, it's because of like, what I get the, it, yeah. because of the fact that he started the whole shit, whatever, right? Uh-huh. With, with taking a knee, but now it's like, dude, he's not coming back to the league. No, oh, no, that's, that's, you know that's, what I'm saying. That's, that's, it's just that's up to that's to up to assumption. No, I feel he still is coming back. I still feel that's why. That's why I feel people are so pissed off with him. They keep expecting him to be back in the league. I gave up on that at least a year ago. No, I feel he's still going to come back because I mean the owners are looking at it like you got. I'm giving you this perspective from the owners. I don't agree with the owners and this mindset, but I'm yeah. giving you a perspective from the owners. Oh, the owners are looking at him like you got your money. What else do you need from us? I'm just looking. You, you if I was paid. the owners, yeah. I'll just be like, "Fuck it, just let him play for like a year or two, so we could just leave this shit alone." Because every time they keep trying to push him away, the shit just the the hole just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. They just they they try to get away with the knee shit, the shit just got bigger. They try to get Jay Z on our side, the shit just got bigger. It's like, well, just bring him, just sign him to a team, and then maybe it will go away. 
Maybe. Well, it's big now because there ain't no regular season football being played. As yeah, soon as week one comes into play, this is all. This no, literally it's, it, it's, it's going to be spoken about. But this is literally going back. Like it's taking back a backseat to the games. Yeah. Oh, like it's not going to stop people from. Uh, Cap has been out be in the for back, three years now. It's going to be in the You're back of everybody's NFL. mind. It's still going to be in the back of everyone's mind, and certain folks are still going to look at Jay Z sideways. Now I'm telling you, this is what the people are going to look at. That's, you can't control it. I'm not. It's, I'm not trying to control it. I know, but I'm just letting you know when you keep asking the questions about why don't people think this way? Because people don't think like us. Well, I'm that's not, just the okay, way it let is. Me, let me I'm not asking you to answer for them. I'm asking rhetorical questions. That's all I'm saying. Right, I'm answering so the rhetorical answer. So the questions I'm asking it doesn't have to be answered. They're just rhetorical questions as to why I'm coming to my conclusions. Mm. I don't need an answer. Well, I'm just because you guys you can't speak for everybody because you may be seeing how people respond, but that may not be the exact answer that you're giving so you can't speak for everybody somebody may have an answer that you know some people but just are fucking funk flexes they just don't like jay so they just looking on the reason some people just be bash and some people are (laughs) flip-flopping like freddie gibbs he was all in support for kevin and i disagree with Freddie. and then all of a sudden he goes on he goes on instagram and just says fuck colin kaepernick i'm all for hove like i'm just like that divide conquer shit and that's another thing that's really just irritating to me is looking on twitter and seeing how literally there is a divide and it's like i felt that's how i feel hove Almost got hustled because they used Hove, and now there's like a divide with us, with us as a people, and now people are on one side, and one people are on the other side, and the NFL again is just like. <laughs> yeah. so it's not it all people, it's the majority. The there majority. Still, there's still people who are like Martine and I, mm. who can see it from both perspectives, make a decision without bashing the other side. Mm, like, yeah. there are still a community of us that have done that. So it's not everybody. It's just the vast majority has felt like they have to be in a position to choose one side or the other. Now, that being said, going back to Kaepernick's camp, I get it. They're passionate about about him and his position. Nessa, especially, that's his girlfriend. Props to Nessa because from all the reports, it's been Nessa that has introduced him to opening his mind and seeing stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Eric Reed for pretty much standing with him from the beginning. Pretty much the only player that's been very, very outspoken for him. But at the same time, they've also said some things where I'm like, well, wait a minute. How about the role you played in this scenario? I mean, let's bring up Nessa, for example. She's not guiltless in this. When Kaepernick was looking for another team and he was 12 to 24 hours away from going to the Ravens, what did Nessa do? She took to Twitter and then posted a picture trying to go at Ray Lewis with the picture of Django. That's because Ray and, Lewis. But, but, but listen, I, you but remember listen. why she did that? Yes, that's what yes, I said. Going gotta, towards Ray Lewis, you got to give Let's, why Ray Lewis. And okay, she was talking okay. about but him still, too. However, you have I am trying. I remember exactly yes, what happened. But you got to let, let me, me finish. No, let me. I remember what happened. Ray Lewis was see what went on inside the NFL, whatever, and of fucking course. said that I, I was just going to say owner, this, but you kept. I talked to the owner and I told him I don't want Kaepernick on there because of this, that, and the other. And pretty much Nessa just took that as you know what you know what fuck it this is some fucking slavery shit and she did what she did i don't even think a deal was gonna happen either fucking well, way we don't know 100 percent. so how did she, you so you were just saying they were 12 hours away from the deal because that's what they were leading to yeah, that's, that's, leading that was, that was what the report were mm-hmm. when he came when when steve buscemi came out and uh Bashadi, when he came out and said everybody pray for us i don't think people are saying he's saying that to say no we're gonna turn down kaepernick i think he's saying that to realize Okay, we're about to get into something. Keep us in your thoughts and prayers. We're going to move forward with this. I have no issue with her going at... I have no issue going with her at Ray Lewis. The problem was, was there was an owner who was at least open to the idea, and he caught a stray bullet as a result of that. If I'm the owner, I'm looking at that like, how the fuck I get involved with this? I was trying to help you. Hmm. 
So because, I looked at that. But because mm-hmm. you can't 100% definite say and there wasn't going 100% to, say right. there was a deal. So it's going to be up in the air. So now it's up for interpretation. So now it can't be. You, Nessa blew that because she got involved with it for us to say 100%. Hmm. No, the Ravens were going to bullshit him. They were going to bullshit him. That's how I looked at it. They were going to bullshit That's him. That's fine, but it's, it's, not a, it's not a definite. It's up in the air. The same with the other, the That's what I, just the other That's what I just said. It's, it's not a definite. It's up in the air for either perspective. Why? The next position is is the Miami Dolphins. When mm. he showed up with the uh, the Fidel Castro shirt. Yes. Miami is predominantly yeah, he, 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 he is, he has a strong out. Cuban community. Hmm. See, that one, that, that's one. Like, that's that like, one is more of an assumption. That one is more of an assumption, in my opinion. Just in my opinion. Okay, then you cool. weren't then you weren't paying attention that, to Miami news reports. You're man. tripping. Okay. So, but see, that's that's could be your assumption, but don't say don't hold back that's on that. Just if you weren't, me. but if you didn't Shoot research, me. that's fine. But you got to research to know for sure. When that happened, Miami news because I was again I was listening to Dan Levitard. Dan Levitard is a Miami native to the core. Mm-hmm. That was getting brought up a lot around Miami, which was because Cuban Cubans, Cuban Americans, just Cuban community, they look at Fidel Castro like he's their Hitler. Hmm. Yeah, seriously. So he based and he was my like. Let me just put that out there. He was. So again, you could look at it from the perspective of oh, they're being soft. But how does it feel as a black or brown man when a white man says, "Oh, you're just being soft. Hmm. You're just overreacting to the situation." It's the same exact thing. Hmm. He has to take responsibility for that. He wore the shirt. Nobody told him to wear that damn shirt. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like there's, he's not responsible for being blackballed. But he made some decisions along the way that didn't help his cause, is what I'm saying. So he has to man up and take responsibility for that. Same with Nessa. She made a decision based off of emotion. And we know when you're going off of emotion, it's probably not the best time to go out and make shit public. Yeah, definitely not. She made a decision. We cannot definitely say it was one or the other either way, so now it's based up to interpretation. But a person going into emotion, putting the stray bullet towards the owner that was potentially open to the idea, that accounts for something. Hmm. I'm not going to go as far and say the Broncos because that was a that was a trade negotiation with the Niners, yeah. so there was more to do with that. And I'm not going to say Seattle because it seemed like Seattle and Cap weren't on the same page from jump. Yeah, but those two teams and the that. Ravens and Dolphins, I will say he has to accept some responsibility. It's not the fact that he was completely like, oh my god, okay, you're that's the sole reason why, but you did something in in the in the the time frame of it. Like, for example, if it's 50-50, you see that shit, you lean the other way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Same time, man. Cap ain't helping himself by not saying anything at all. And that's that's another strike I have with Cap. He's eventually... Yeah. But see, that's what I said when it came back to the settlement. Yep. I wasn't 100% sold on it because I said it on air. I want to know what was in the contract. I don't care how much money he got. That's his business. They can withhold that. But I want to know what he agreed to and what he signed to. Because for all we know, the reason why he's so fucking quiet is because in that NDA, he said he couldn't talk about shit with him, with them. We don't know that. We don't know. But we, yeah. uh, again, that's we'll what I'm never saying. Know because we'll never NDA know because he's signed. not saying anything. I think in due time, he will. I think in due time, in due time, he is going to talk. And I hope, I really hope he does. But yeah, he's, seriously. He hasn't helped himself over the last year because he's just, everybody's speaking for him. Yeah. If you're a man that, and I know he didn't intend for it to become this big old thing when he first knelt. I understand that. But again, this is the responsibility of manning up. You are now the face of this. Whether you, you like kinda, it or not. Whether you like it yeah. or not, you owe the people some kind of explanation as we move along. 
Because again, when Eric Reed's talking about we're needing him for cap because he doesn't have a job, I'm looking at like that's not what was. Again, I saw what that my eyes. I still don't feel. I still don't feel he meant it that certain way. But he knew what the reason why we were kneeling was for not just in support for Cap, but like I said, everything for social justice and all that other shit. I right. still so that's that's that. all fine. I'm also looking at Eric Reed a little bit differently. How if we're keeping it a buck? How? Now again, he's he's held Cap down from jump, so I'm yeah. not taking that away from him. I'm looking at it from <coughs> I didn't ask these questions so now, but I'm looking at it like, wait a minute, why was your name in the collusion case? Because you haven't missed a season. Mm. I went back and looked at all his stats. He's played in every single season since he's been drafted. Yeah, and then also he missed were... the first three games because he wasn't signed. But remember, he was also coming off of an injury. And there, he also felt harassed because of all the fucking drug, random ass drug testing. Now that, that that's that's doing. that's cool and fine. Okay, yeah, but they filed that. Story, though, dude. They filed that collusion case before that happened. Because before he, he felt, was signed. Before he before he did before he got because when he didn't get signed for those three those three days, he felt he was getting blackballed. Well, those three weeks. Those but three, then he, he felt he was getting blackballed. He and that's why he got. That's why he got in the collusion. That's all. Case. That's all going to find. He could feel that way, but in retrospect, hindsight twenty twenty, now that wasn't the case because he got signed. Yeah. Not only did he get signed for that year, this past offseason he re-upped on a three-year, twenty-two million dollar deal. Yeah. So his stance has always. His st- it's looking like his stance is. It's my way or the highway. I'm judging how you guys are supposed to move based on this. And it's like, well, wait a minute, fam. That's you're stopping people from trying to get to the same the same destination there's multiple ways to get to that destination it just doesn't have to be what eric eric reed perceives as the lone destination i feel eric reed feels a type of way about all the shit that's been going on since the whole random drug testing and shit like that that just keeps on fucking happening to him all the damn time because he feels targeted because he feels like they're trying to push they're trying to make him snap him push him out the league so that's why he's talking out that's why he's talking shit And 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 he has said flat out that I'm gonna keep playing because it's because he loves football. It's his livelihood, and he's just gonna keep reminding the the league about how they don't really give a damn about a black man, especially about what they're doing with Cap. That's the only reason why he's talking. That's why he feels the way he does and everything. He doesn't he, he doesn't have no hidden agenda on everything. He he's called out everybody that he's felt has been some snake shit and shady shit when it comes to the whole collusion case and everything. That's now, everything that I have been hearing and everything I have been seeing and the actions that have been taken forward. Now, you completely misheard what I said because I didn't say I I'm think just, he has an agenda. Now, I you like kind of alluded to it. I didn't say that, though. I said mm-hmm. I have a question as to why he was in the collusion case when you're speaking about the stuff that happened after he was attached to the collusion case. Then what, okay, then what are your questions? The, 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 drug, the drug tests and all that happened after. after. No, I think it was so, happening. Yeah. Go on, go on. The go drug test happened with the Panthers. No, go on. The yeah, collusion no, no, case no. was taking place before yeah, he got to part, the Panthers. Yeah, yeah, you so that's what I'm speaking on. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's wrong or he has an agenda. I'm just trying to look at it from the standpoint of why were you in that case? And the reason why I bring that up is because Marquise Goodwin was also kneeling with Cap and Eric Reed. He's still playing in the league. Eli Harold was drafted by the mm-hmm. Niners. At some point, he took a knee with them. Yeah. He's playing for Philly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, how were you the only one that got attached? To, like, it's just questions I'm asking where it's like, okay, I'm kind of looking at this just differently. Yeah, man, man, when he went at, when he went at Malcolm Jenkins, when it initially happened, I was like, yeah, good for him. You know, get, you know, stand up. Do what, right. what you're going to do. Then I start looking into the reports about the actual players coalition. And I'm like, 
if this is all based on social injustice, why are you mad at Michael, Malcolm Jenkins? Because he's been doing the act of social injustice with the Players Coalition. I mean, here's this, some of this stuff. November 6th, when they had the voting day, Anquan Bolden was, uh, played a key role in Miami or Florida when they got the, um, the Act 4 mm. for all the former convicts to get their voting rights back. Oh, right, right. Anquan Bolden, as a member of the NFL product, was a key component in that. And then in Philly, you had Malcolm Jenkins and Chris Long who were driving people and providing rides and giving pizza to people to get to the voters' booth. That's doing something a part of the social injustices. March 22nd, the McCourty twins from the Patriots, they were in a Massachusetts Education Act um, for discrepancies in school funding. That's something that's along the lines of social injustice. Malcolm Jenkins again and former Pittsburgh Steeler Will Allen were in D.C. on behalf of the Families Against Mandatory Minimums for targeted black and brown um, males who had drugs around the school zones because they were at an 80 to 90 percent rate were the ones being targeted from that law. So these are all people who are doing something on that behalf. And I'm not mad at Eric Reed for not being involved in this. My issue with Eric Reed is why are you so angry at them when they're doing what you and Cap have said was the position of the because league? Because they the probably job? didn't help him get Cap back into the league. That's probably why he's pissed. But this wasn't point. about Cap getting back in the league, fam. That's this was about is. social injustice. Now, now it turned into social injustice now. Now I thought uh, this whole shit about why Cap got kicked out was for raising awareness for it. So then when they start doing it, but then still blackball the dude that fucking helped bring message to it, then it's all bad. Man, whatever, man. At the end of the day, it is what it is. I'm confused with what you're saying, though. I... No, no, no. I'm just like, whatever about this right now. It's got this point. It is what it is. We can all just agree to disagree on this shit. But... Mm. I mean, if it's in regards to Jay, sure. That's, but, what, that's what I mean. But in, regards the whole, to, in regards the whole to people, situation, that's pretty much how it is But right in regards now. to people actually putting in the work for social injustice, again, if that's what they wanted, they're, they're getting he it. Feels like he probably feels like it's fake. He's probably just feel like it's all fake and this is just I mean, an you can act. feel like it's fake. That's but what if, he, that's yeah, probably how 1.4 million people got their voting rights back. There's nothing fake about that. I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm trying to give it to you from his perspective. I, again, but I'm giving it to you if, at the end of the day, if they got their voting rights back, I they mean, got their voting rights back. Isn't that the point? the results, dude. Yeah, like, I, you know I, what I'm I, like, I know what you mean, but his, his results is his results his perspective is. is but, yeah, this is all nice and dandy, but you're doing this not, by not having Cap in here that fucking started the shit. That's the that's his whole point, and he's standing with him. Isn't that the point of a leader, though? What? To take the bullet. To take the bullet. Mm. Real shit. I mean, here's a question. That, that, to me, that wait, hold up, time out, bro. To me, that's a fucking leader. To just to, to be the natural sacrifice. So Cap is pretty much a sacrifice for all of this, and he knew it. Well, he he capitalized on he it. He agreed on it. They capitalized on that. That if ad he, was. If he, he, no, no, I'm just shaking my head because it's, it's bullshit. At the end it. of the day, no, it's bullshit. Say it's, his ad, sac- bro. Say his, his ad. His ad? Yes. I forgot the shit. You of know. course he did. <laughs> just like you forgot about what the fuck the whole shit was read about, that. dog. I know what the fuck it says. Just, just read it out loud and then say, does this not exemplify? Believe something. Believe. Believe. Believe in something, even if it means sa- sa- sacrificing everything. So he put his face on that. And Martin is saying it sounds like he agrees with the sentiment that Martin's saying. Yeah. Now, it personally, it sucks for him because personally, he would like to play football. But if you're gonna put your face on a statement that says stand for something, even if that means sacrificing everything, is it sacrifice everything except for the fact that I want to play football? Hmm. You can't have it both ways. So that's to say, that's like the damn shame because he still wants to play and everything. So and I, I, I just... and I agree with that. Mm. 
But I'm, what I'm saying is, when you put your face to something of this magnitude, and you're talking about sacrificing, <laughs> why are you upset about the sacrifice? That's still some bullshit. You, it, you. Uh, I just the whole he situation. He got paid for this. It's still, <laughs> it's still just how this whole situation. Because I remember when I met Kaepernick years ago, when and on on the, on the set of a fucking game video. Don't ask. It's another long story. But I remember it was before the whole, he had the afro and everything. And I remember he was wearing a shirt that had Tupac on it. And it said, trust no one. And I guess that sums up everything that's going on in the league right now. What happened with the whole whole situation and everything. Trust nobody. Well, I mean, they say yeah. that in business, though. Yeah. In business, you always got to look out for your best interest. Yeah. And that's why they say blood, you know, blood doesn't mix in, in, in business. Yeah. Now, I have a question. I'm asking this rhetorically. If you feel like you want to answer. Mm. All I ask is that you wait towards the end of the show so that way you could actually give us some time to think because I don't think this is something that people who are upset about the situation have even processed. Is it the fact that folks are really upset at Jay in this particular instance or are they subconsciously upset at the fact that it seems like another black man who has started a movement tied himself to that movement would die for that movement does not get to see the fulfillment of that movement come to end i think it's the, I think it's the latter what you just said because that is a completely different case from just mm. being pissed off you see what i'm saying yeah now we're talking to something completely different where yeah, I get you. you're hitting jay with a stray that doesn't necessarily have and you could think whatever you want about jay in that particular move right but in terms of why i think people keep bringing cap up it's because you can't help but think of Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Huey Newton. All those guys who started a movement but didn't get to see the, the fruits of that labor because right. they were cut out early from that particular movement. Hmm. And that's something I don't think people have really dived into. And in whether it be people in the media, people who are directly involved with this, and then people like us who are just looking from the outside in. I think that's an important question for people to really look at. Because that would explain a hell of a lot. And to a certain extent, I would agree with that. Like, yeah, it sucks that Cap, if it's in this position where he started it, and he may not get to see the end of it. But me, being a realist, I expected that years ago. Like, I came to that conclusion years ago. Like, yeah, he started it, but, you know, that's how it goes for the first one. The first one, like Mark, the first one always is the one that gets the unfair treatment. Yep, and then they had to use Hove for this. Not use him, but it's just like Hove is just attached to it. And now when the story, I'm telling you, when Kavanick's fucking documentary or his 30 for 30, whatever the fuck it is, they're going to put Hove on the wrong side of history. That, and that and no matter how you try to flip it, that's how it's gonna look. But what if he actually does change some shit? Like what? I'm not saying that it's going to happen because I don't fucking know. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm, I'm sitting I'm sitting right here right now. You if know what I mean? If it does, I, I'm if, happy. If it does change some shit. If it does, I'll be I'll be proud of that. I'll be happy as hell. But right now, I honestly feel ain't shit gonna happen. It's gonna be the same old shit. Halftime shows are gonna be better. But the whole social justice shit, there might be some shit here and there. But after that, nah, nothing ain't gonna happen. But that's personal. I hope I'm wrong. I hope Hove proves me wrong. But like I always say, I am right until you prove me wrong. Well, I mean, so I hope Hove proves well, me wrong. But listen, that's all. That's your perspective. Though. And it's my perspective. I just gave you facts on what they have. But been that's doing, my perspective. I know. But what I'm saying is, is you can't say I'm right to prove me wrong. But I'm giving you examples of stuff that they did. That's I know. You're I'm, holding no, on I'm to, talking about holding, what Hove. When Hove. Okay, what then you're Hove holding on to Hove as in control. Yes. Okay. 
That's what I'm looking at. Okay, right so now. Hove is in control. Yeah, I agree with you. That's only what time, I'm looking only at. Time only time will, time will tell. tell. That's yeah. the part I feel. But I will say this: at for to end my piece, knowing Hove's track record and knowing what this players' coalition has been able to pull off in these nine or ten months, mm. I have to give them. I I'm in a position where they deserve the benefit of the doubt from me because they have both. You can't deny these. These are facts. These aren't opinions. Oh, I know. I you know what I'm saying? So, from, so yeah. from my perspective, they deserve that. The right. It's Again, it sucks that Kaepernick is not involved. I would have liked to have seen Kaepernick involved with this. Maybe Definitely. they will get an opportunity to mend this out and they could do something bigger and better. Hmm. You know, that's sometimes that's how history works. You start off on a bad note, but then you're able to fix it and move up later. Only time will tell. But in order to get to that time, they deserve the benefit of the doubt to move forward and rather hmm. than just being called a sellout from jump. Like I say, I ain't calling Hove a sellout. I'm just looking at it sideways, and I, I hope my gut is wrong. I need to lose some weight anyway, but I hope <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I hope I'm wrong. I really, really hope. You got anything else to say, Quarantine? Nah, man. I mean, I'm pretty much no. right there with JC. <laughs> like real shit. Like I'm, I'm right there with you, dog. Like you got to give them the benefit of the doubt based on what they've previously done. And when I say they, I'm talking about Rock Nation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Up and down the list, bro. You know what I mean? They, He uh, hasn't fucked... Well, let me phrase that. He has fucked up. Oh, yeah. You know, he, has some rare fucked up. he has some rare fuck-ups. He has some rare fuck-ups. But as far as, as, far as uh, social injustice, he's doing well, there was that pretty Bar- good so well, far. Well, there was that Barney situation. That, like that I whole said, Barney he's doing story. pretty good so but I'm far. Letting you know, I'm just giving you a list of some of his fuck-ups at the whole Barney situation when all that racist shit happened at the Barney stores and he still wanted to stay in business with them because he's like, fuck it. And when the whole Occupy Wall Street shit happened, he made a whole t-shirt that said Occupy All Streets, but he didn't want to give none of the money to the fucking protesters and shit like that. And like a few other shit that I remember reading about, but I was like, yeah, I remember that, and I remember that. So I pay attention to the fuck ups. Oh, yeah, no man or woman is perfect. Oh, yeah, you no have never perfect. I remember, but I just really hope. I really hope. Just hope doesn't doesn't fuck that this isn't gonna be a big old pie on his face. That That's was all. Just, just last month, everybody was praising Jay for putting Meek in a position to have a record label. You feel me? You know, like, I think, like I said, I'm not going to discredit. I'm not going to discredit. And nobody was bringing up, you know, nobody was bringing up his fuck ups then. You know, so. I just, I'm not going to discredit all the good shit he did because he did a lot of great shit. And I'm not going to cancel him. Some motherfuckers are saying they're going to cancel Hove. What the fuck? What kind of shit is no, that? No, no, he ain't kill nobody. He's not R. Kelly. He's not fucking R. Kelly. He ain't kill nobody. He just screwed a nigga over. That's what Diddy did. No one wants to. <laughs> That's the locks. You know, as fucked as fucked, up, as fucked up as it sounds, I wouldn't trust somebody that's close to being a billionaire that hasn't fucked somebody over. That's the name of the yeah. game. I mean, look who he's sitting with. He's sitting with a whole bunch of billionaires. Hov is not in this tax. He's not in our tax bracket. He's not in all these other rappers' tax bracket. He's on a whole other level. He doesn't even need to rap no more. That's why he dresses like he don't give a fuck. He's like, I'm rich. You give a fuck? Yeah. But there are reports saying he is kind of surprised about the backlash because he's like, what the fuck? And he has to, he, I think he has to find a way to word it better. And he always does. That's yeah. how he got Beyonce back. No. So, <laughs> look, he, look, exactly, exactly what you said. He fucked up with Beyonce and released a classic album and got the woman back. Yep. And got two more kids. So, you know, hey, man. he definitely deserves the benefit of the doubt if all else. Hey, Just yes. look at that situation. Like, definitely. Hey, he will not lose unless it's with Nas. He will not lose unless it's with Nas. But that's a whole different story. 
<laughs> Jason. <laughs> I remember Jason was on Twitter when he was at first. He was mad and he posted that video of Ace Ventura. You know when he burned his clothes and yeah. shit. And he's oh, like, "This shit. is me burning all his clothing." And I posted a tweet that saying, "Now say, say Eat is better than Takeover." Now he's like, "Grow up, Aaron." And then the next day he came <laughs> around. <laughs> the next day he came around and he was like, "All right, Jay's he's in a good position." So you know, we'll see. This is Jason for you, man. We'll see. <laughs> Yeah, what's next? Music. I I locked my phone. I was just th- I was talking, and then this conversation kept going. Ah, uh, fuck. Well, more NFL news. You gotta uh, keep yeah. it on sports just so as we get yeah. sports. Yeah, we're playing. We're watching the Niners in preseason, but we're actually um, so winning. Antonio Brown is still still going through. Some, look, man, that, that, you that's can't your boy. Can't that's your boy. Like CTE. Yeah, I don't know. Like, CTE Records. At this point, it seems like he really He is on CTE Records. He is the CEO (laughs) of CTE Records. So, uh, Mayock, general manager, he he came out and gave this quote-unquote ultimatum, which I feel like was just a bluff. Yeah. Because in the ultimatum, he gives Antonio Brown, he states that, you know, we've been fair, we've supported him through this whole... Basically, Helmet Gate. That's what it is. That's what this shit is. So we support him. We support him throughout this, and now it's time either he's going to be all in or he's not going to be all in. Mm -hmm. So then, but then he follows it up with, so we hope he's ready for week one. And I'm like, that motherfucker still got two more preseason games left. What are you talking about? There's still got to be work. To, there's three weeks before the. Hey man, week hard knocks. One. Hard knocks is happy as HBO happy as fuck. Yeah, they've been going wild. <laughs> they, they, they've, been, they've been going wild. All they had to do, they figured out after episode one was uh, take the mic off of um, what's his name, the the DB, and just solely put it on uh, Gruden. Yeah, that was Gruden, selling itself. Gruden is just like they're like, like himself, man. Like, who the Seriously. hell was in charge of that? Like, fam. Gruden was the voice of Monday Night Football. Just put the mic and camera on him, yeah, and you're do you, good. Do your Gruden real. voice. Do your Gruden voice. That day you would, man. This I, how, he does not Brown. talk like that. This Antonio Brown situation, man. It's just, it's, it's really <laughs> fucking my nerves. He sounds like a fucking. <laughs> crap. He sounds like a weeded out fucking Collinsworth. I'll tell you what. It's, it's, a, it's the, it's the teeth. I'll tell I you what. I it rough, man. See, the, here's a guy that. Nah, no, no, Collinsworth. Uh, now this is a guy. That goes the extra yard and just gets it done. Uh, I, I dig it, man. I got a shot waiting for the first time Collinsworth says that shit on Sunday. Yeah, I got a shot ready to if, go. If he's on Madden, you might as well get that. Well, you That's can't handle it. You'll probably pass out. Uh, he's, probably he's pass. not on there no more. Oh, well, it don't matter. Yeah, yeah, it's just, Charles Davis. I've seen the, I've seen the graphics of that. I ain't yeah, yeah, that there's shit, hella glitches on that Madden game. No, I'm not taking shots every time he says it. I'm saying I have an uh, inaugural shot to take uh, once he says and it. And then you will pass I out. Don't expect to, <laughs> I do not expect to last longer than now, 10 minutes into that first quarter. Yeah. First but anyway, so 10 he, minutes? 10 minutes of the first, yeah, he's going to say that shit within the first 10 no, minutes. He's going to say it within the first two minutes. Like, seriously. I give us more time because it ain't the Patriots opening up, you know, which is so random to me. Who's the first Sunday night game? Who's the first Sunday night game? The Patriots. Oh, he gonna say it. No, but he does. He's gonna do the Thursday night game. Uh, the Thursday night games, I think, between the Bears and the Packers, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, that's yeah it's not like the Patriots open on Sunday. They don't that's open on Sunday. Yeah, that's, gonna, that's gonna be two Whatever. minutes. Yeah, that'll, that'll be about two minutes to do it. Here but yeah, so, so Mayock says that. Antonio Brown then shows up today for they canceled the walkthrough. It's just a meeting. Then I realized it's like, wait a minute, it's the last day of training camp. They're packing all their shit up and they're leaving. 
And then as soon as I realized that, a report came out that Antonio Brown is now filing a different grievance with the NFL over the same fucking helmet that he just got done filing the grievance for. And we're going to have some more fun with this and see how CT, long it takes place. Hey, HBO, like, hey, Jesus. we got two more weeks. HBO's like, we got time, baby. <laughs> we got all the time we in the world, time, Craig. <laughs> we got all the time in the world, Craig. Yeah. Put on that helmet. Or don't put it on. Whatever the or case. Don't. Yeah. Or don't. Or <laughs> don't. So we'll see how CG, that goes. He's gonna probably get kicked out in the series in the season finale. He's gonna he's gonna, he's gonna fucking retire and shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn, that would be hilarious. It's gonna be uh, oh, the, what was it, the anti um, uh, Revis when they were following the Jets on Hard Knocks. Remember, and he showed up on the very yep, last, very last, very last oh, snap. Oh, and was, oh, oh man, yeah. you remember you remember the uh, Dolphins one with Chad Johnson when they fired him on the second yeah. week? Yeah. Oh, that was sad to watch. Yeah, that was yeah. sad. Firing folks is always sad. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Um, somebody got reinstated though, which was Josh Gordon. So he's back with the Patriots. So. Hmm? Thanks, motherfucker. Because now, <laughs> now Brady still has a key weapon. Yeah. Though Gronkowski's yeah. gonna be drunk until week Seriously. Six, week thirteen or some shit like Gronkowski's that. Gronkowski's drunk. Gronkowski is drunk as we are talking right now. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> he's probably passed out on a curb right now. He's going to wake up the night before the week thirteen game and go, "Hey, Bill, I want to play again." And they're gonna be like, "We got your jersey ready." Get your ass in here. Let's go. I'll never forget what Belichick said when he retired. He's like, oh, well, people retire. <laughs> well, <laughs> dude, they just retire every Belichick day, B. Belichick fucking gets it, man. Yeah. Like, just move on. Yeah. Just another player retired. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is good for Josh Gordon. Um, now, your Lakers. Yeah, this, is, this was rough. Um, I'm glad I wasn't, <sighs> like, you know, gung-ho. I was happy about him signing with us. I just had my expectations, you know. Martin knows. Yeah. I yeah. expected DeMarcus Cousins to come in and play a key role. He didn't have to be the guy, so I was excited for that. Right. So then to see reports that he tears his ACL in his knee, which was shocking because the report before that was that he just bumped somebody in the knee. Right. Mm-hmm. It was and just like, fam. Then TMZ had the fucking clip ready to go. Yeah. I'm like, seriously. Yeah. TMZ's a feds, man. Keep and telling you, folks. And you this. know what was wild was I didn't even process this till later on that night because this happened the same day as what would have been Nipsey's 34th birthday. Mm-hmm. So I was in full fledged Nipsey mode. I was listening to the music. <laughs> I, you know, posting I'm, videos. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about one book. Which is Lauren, mm. you know, Lauren. Right. And then they see Boogie Cousins go down. I'm like, man, that's fucked up for L.A. right now. Like, God damn, we can't catch a break today. <laughs> and, then, and so. But, seriously. And then when I finally had time to process seriously. it, I'm like. Who's. Oh, I'm like, no, 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 no. I, my, first, my mind didn't go there. My mind before thinking of the Lakers was, that's fucked up for Boogie, man. Just think of the last three years. His fucking yeah. Achilles, the Achilles, Achilles the quad, quad, and then ACL. ACL. Two months after the fucking quad. Shit. Or three months, however long Whatever. it was. Yeah, yeah, months, yeah. Just the idea that he came back. God, he looked like he was in great shape. Yep. Yep. Like, you just sure can't help but feel for him. And then once you get that humanity out the way, then you're like, okay, well, who's backing up JaVale McGee? And I'm looking at the name, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Who the oh, fuck no. is that? <laughs> That oh, laugh. we gotta get a oh, center. No. That oh, laugh. fuck! <laughs> that laugh you hear is not Vincent Price. That is Band 12, a.k.a. Dwight Howard. Yeah. And now they're showing mutual interest now. And it's just a matter of time. Yeah. I gave up. feels like it. I gave up on being pissed it's off at it. Horrible. Like, I got I got all my anger out the way, and I was like, you know what? This is... I remember either, either, seeing that shit it, on the group chat, and I literally... I was at work. I was doing something, and I looked at it, and I was like... 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, I spent the next 30 minutes pissed off, and then I just thought about it. I was like, if the difference between us getting a title has to be Dwight Howard, motherfucker, that is the universe laughing at us, but goddammit, you gotta get the motherfucker done. Like, come on, like, just, just get it done. There's no other center that's even like. I mean, you have Joaquin Noah, but I mean, shit, I mean, like, doesn't he hate LeBron? Poor Todd. I'm not, These I'm, niggas I'm, hate I'm each other until they play with each there. other. I don't even fucking know. These big motherfuckers hate each other. Rajon Rondo wore a fuck LeBron jersey. Now he's been his teammate for two years now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. These motherfuckers hate each other until it's time to play with each other. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Really, who is there? Is Gortat? There's fucking. There's nobody else. Fareed? <laughs> Mozgov. Oh, yeah, Timothy Mozgov. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I wish you'd do that again. Yeah. Fuck. Fortunately, he won't be getting sixty-four million this time. Nice, um, but you know, it is what it is. Um, okay, you got to give I, me some um, history with Sebastian. How do you say his last name? Sebastian Telfair. Yeah, what's the what's the well, story? Before we, before we get to him, I want to give a shout out to. Well, let me just end this, but this topic real quick, which is, again, if he's the difference, then all right, you got to do what you got to do. But just get the shit done so that way when guys go into training camp, they're ready to go. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, I see it from that angle, but Jesus, why? Like, yeah, no, like, it's, it's going to take it's gonna take probably three to five games for me to finally be like, just get it out, just see him on the court. Like, I'm ready to cuss his ass out every time I see him on the oh, court. Oh, yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure. But, you know. And I really hope he doesn't wear number 12. I really hope he doesn't wear I hope he 12. does, because I could keep calling him ban 12 those first three to five games. <laughs> probably ban 11. Nah. Somebody already got it. Band 13? Can't wear it. Well, <laughs> no, Chamberlain's yeah. number retired. It's, no, take We got certain numbers that are retired that just can't wear yeah, it. Well, Chamberlain is number 13. Band zero. That's Kuzma, man. One. That's that's another motherfucker that we don't like. Two. No, that's already... You know what I'm saying? It's just Three take, to 12. You gotta go, gotta go to 12, man. Just Snoop, go back to 12. Yeah. Dr. Dre is... Um, Shit. That's <laughs> that is fire. Um, on a happier note, I want to give props to Steph Curry. Steph Curry will now be financing the Harvard golf team. Uh, so they're implementing that, and their inaugural season is going to take place in 2020-21. So I definitely want to applaud them for that. Good for him. Now when it comes to Sebastian Telfair, when LeBron, his senior year, was getting all that publicity for being at St. Vincent St. Mary, Sebastian Telfair was out of Staten Island his junior year at Lincoln. Okay. And they put them together on that well-known Slam Magazine cover mm. for the rest of his history. Yeah. Of course, uh, his career didn't pan out the way it, it, he expected it. He was the first point guard to go from high school to the pros. Uh, he just didn't gel. And ever since then, it's just been... Womp womp at the just, womp womp. Just bad trip with, with law enforcement. Yeah. But this one's just unfortunate because technically he followed the oh, law on man, this, this one in terms sucks. of what he got arrested for. Yeah. Mm, what he should have really got sucks. arrested for, I understand. You know what I'm saying? The motherfucker got weed out and they making illegal U-turns and shit oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So well, I agree yeah. with that. But why he got locked up, I don't agree because he was legal in this. Yeah. He just got sentenced to three and a half years for possessing, for illegally transporting legally owned firearms. So they were legal in Florida... But, but there's this hell of a lot of New York. these clauses in New York that uh, nobody really knows about. That's why Wayne got locked up all those. Uh, so when he traveled uh, with yep. the weapons and they uh, pulled him over and realized he had all the, the weapons. He's going to jail now. Yeah. What kind of shit is that? And he's black. It's a and wrap. And from what I read was it was the baby mama that 
ultimately was the deciding factor of this when she yeah. testified against him and said he was unfit, insane, and all, all this, that, and the other. Yeah, I've seen the video of him just pretty much pleading to the judge. Like, I turned that shit off because I couldn't watch that. Man. Like, as soon as he hit the first scream, like, I was, I, I can't, I'm not going to watch yeah, this. That was, that's, that's unfortunate. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Sounds like a 30 for 30. You say it yeah. sounds like it's, it's yeah, a production. It to I know, sure. it was a rhetorical statement. Yeah. Um, so, prayers up for Sebastian Telford. That is not a case of. Again, if you want to, you want to say any bonehead decisions, having weed in the lap and making a legal U-turn, I'm not arguing against that. But for what he got arrested and ultimately yeah. convicted of and sent to jail for, that's fucked up. Yeah, that shit's just sad. You know, man. That, well, like Plexico Burst shooting himself in the foot and still going to jail. Yeah, it's like fam, he mm. shot himself. Like that's punishment yeah. enough. He I'm cheddar sure bobbed himself, man. Yeah, you gotta live with that shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like fuck. Yeah, he cheddar bobbed himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, on a brighter note, uh, Magic Johnson, um, he recently turned 60. And so to celebrate, he dropped a, a bunch of 60 for 60s. All these 60, yeah, top 60 lists. I saw that shit. And man. it was funny because you see like the top four or five and they were like all these orders. And then after a while you start noticing a, was an alphabetical yeah, order. Yeah, like, A-A-A-B-B-C-D-E. Like you see Jay-Z at number 45 and it's like, no, okay. Oh, he falls in the J section. That was one of the times I just kept scrolling. It's like, Magic Johnson, just this is what you wanted to do after you wanted to leave as GM? Oh my God, nigga. Just kept on scrolling. What He's if got I AIDS. What, what if I told you? <laughs> no, we don't. No, we don't. He does not what, have AIDS. No, but who's the one that said it? Fucking Donald Sterling. That's what I said. I was just like saying it. Yeah. It's just funny how he said it. That should be funny. <laughs> what if I told you that three deadly letters could turn into billions off the market? H I C. ESPN 60 for 60 presents. Jesus. H-I-V. The Magic Johnson. No, you, no, you got, no, that's not what it's called. You got to call that shit financial aids. You going to hell. Wow. <laughs> Fucking shit, dude. The 60 for 60. Financial aids. You going to Jesus. You going to hell. I can just imagine the cover of this podcast right now. Jay-Z and Kaepernick and it says financial aids. Now make sure. No, you got no, to put that 60 for 60 first. 60 oh, for 60. 60, for 60. <laughs> Financial aids. Yeah. When it comes to when it came, when it came to when it came to his list, his, oh, his top five was cool. I was like, okay, that's a good top. That sounds like an old nigga top five, and then the rest was just like, well, right, which list are you talking about? The rap one. Okay. Because he had a, uh, a, R&B a male R and B singer list, and then a female R and B singer list. Then he had a athletes turned businessmen top sixty list. Then he yeah, had he was a just making list. Then he had a list of, list, of top sixty oh, people that helped him transition just... from athlete. And I'm just looking at this like. This is why this motherfucker left. Yeah. Yep. To do this. Yep. You know, I'm this. not mad at it, man, because you you clearly living your best life with these sixty hey, lists. Like, do what you do. I would love to be Magic Johnson just making lists all goddamn day, <laughs> just for no reason, just for no goddamn and reason, just, just for that guy sixty. He just picked random <laughs> names. Yeah. I think number one on his R&B list was Michael, so that's cool. Oh my god! Yeah, it was okay, like that happening. one was funny too because it was like the top four was like Michael on? Prince and then it just like three, three more. And then all of a sudden after that, alphabetical order. Yep. <laughs> He's like he just gave no fuck after that. It's like yep, here it is. Actually, no, I think the R&B one he went ten deep and yeah, then it was yeah. yeah. He yeah. put R. Kelly on there too. No, that was somebody else. That was the fucking Timberlands list I saw. Number one was like, oh yeah, but it wasn't that, Timberlands was the list. Producer, it was my producer was, list. Yeah. See, with that, I can't get mad at because you can't erase history, look, man. Yeah, All I, I know folks is that. I see Robert Kelly, and it's like, nah, yeah, I get yeah. it, but 
You can't. Just, what, you can't erase. When the I said, I said, I'm going to treat R. Kelly the same way as Chris Benoit. We acknowledge him when he needs to be acknowledged. Yeah. So we have to acknowledge his contributions to. And for the R&B. '90s, he was the king of R&B. Uh, but no. see, like, <laughs> you, you did it too. It's it's not not the the action, like, but it's history. Well, since we're on R. Kelly, he's having a horrible time in jail. Can we get a laugh on that? It's all you still can't read. <laughs> <laughs> Man, when, when I saw the headline, I don't know which one. First, it was he's having a miserable time in jail because he can't read his Bible or, or the fan, fan mail. mail or the fan mail. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Is it because they won't let him read the fan mail, or is it because Shit. he doesn't have a reader to read the fan mail and the Bible? Like, just look at a whole pieces of paper. Like, does he have to get Braille? Does he know Braille? He's got to type that shit in the. Oh, he can't even type. Yeah. Damn. Does he know Braille? Damn. Damn. That would be some nasty shit if he knew Braille to, to get that certain fucking that. Or oh, ask the warden, can you read this from me? Yeah. Oh, ask the warden, can you read this shit for me? Like, yeah. That's sad. And then what I, I remember reading another report last week that said he, he peaky, he didn't peaky pitter, but he promises he'll never look at another young person, young child again. I hope so, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I really yeah, hope yeah. so. Wow. <laughs> That's a revelation. <laughs> that takes a lot. That takes Jesus. a lot to do, huh? <laughs> Especially when you walked out of court the God, first time. Damn. Nasty motherfucker. And then it also, uh, uh, was it a doctor? Doctor came out and said he has herpes. That, yeah, that's not uh, surprising. Didn't, didn't the people, then the surviving R. Kelly folks say Yeah, but I think it was just, you know, again, it's one of those things where, you know, people want to play. Yeah, this was all just confirmation. And not only that, I heard they're going to do a second. I think we talked about it or not, but we'll talk about it again if we did. They're going to do a part two of Surviving R. Kelly. Yeah. And I think it's well-deserved because a lot of shit did happen after this shit aired. Just in January. But see, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. true. They shouldn't call it Surviving R. Kelly. Nailing R. Kelly or some shit like that. Like pause. <laughs> Y'all can pause all you want. That's a term they use. In the <laughs> Gotta nail his ass. Get his ass in the courtroom now. Pause. I know what you're saying. You know, like, yeah, that's still. nailing R. Kelly, especially in this. I ain't trying. Nah. He probably wants to get nailed. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, this is this is. He probably man. is getting nailed at this minute. I He's probably mad as hell because it's the first day of school Ugh. to this week. So he, oh damn. Yeah. That's He's nasty. Like, oh. But they oh, can't. They girls. can't name it. I remember what I used to do around this. Jesus, damn, chilling practice. Yeah, <laughs> why are we we going dark? Southside choir practices at this time. Ugh, damn, yeah. you took it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he was doing. I know. Oh damn, school. He's looking at the time at the, uh, at, when he's on you know lunch. School's out right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, R. Kelly doesn't. That's he, fucking sick. R. Kelly only knows time. R. Kelly only knows time based on when school starts and when school ends. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nicki Minaj. Speaking of pedophiles, her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of pedophiles, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is this how you get to the next topic. <laughs> Man, this girl again. I was kind of excited to talk about it, and then after a few days of sitting over, I'm like, I'm just over this bitch right now. It feels like it happened weeks ago. It really does. 
<sighs> so like literally it feels like it happened a while it ago it happened last week <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know who wants to start you start Martin nah <laughs> <laughs> anyway I'm tired of her alright I'll, I'll, really no, I'll do it I'll do it I'll do it Nicki Minaj was a guest as promised on the Joe Bun podcast as she promised and for the first half hour it was just nothing but great A fuckery Oh yeah, there is powerful niggardry at work here. She was just she just wouldn't stop fucking yelling, dog. (laughs) Shit. The video was worse because she was literally on her phone. She was looking good though. She was live stream. But she looks good. She's doing IG live. IG live. No, but they showed on the YouTube the um the actual. Joe Button YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can literally see her holding her phone. And she was looking good. But it was like, damn, you were so fucking toxic. But it... When she asked Rory, what's your name? I was like, alright. Now, no, 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 now when, we're going there. When Joe and Rory said Rory at the same yeah. time. And just start... Because Rory asked a simple question. What did he ask? I forgot. It was something simple. She just went all fucking off on him for no fucking reason. And, called, and just called him a whole ass nigga and all types of niggas even though he's not a nigga he's a wigger no but Joe but, calls him a nigga so yeah but still and then they try to bait him into saying nigga so you know yeah, caught seriously. himself a few times <laughs> but it was just so like for the first half hour it was damn near unlistenable and she kept saying oh funniest thing when she said that Joe's not used to being around strong women yeah I pointed that shit out and I was like he's laughs and Remy Ma but okay yeah Remy okay. Ma okay <laughs> alright is you dumb yeah uh, and just, I'm sorry, it's just so weird watching Remy Ma on State of the Culture, and it's like, damn, you are a fucking murderer, <laughs> rapping-wise, <laughs> on the mic. But she's not a good one. L- lyrically. Lyrically. Yeah. But she's not a good one, because the target still remains, so, you know. Yeah. Target remains. <laughs> like, target, well, it, but it's still damaged heavily. I mean, yeah, but I mean, you know. It's still damaged heavily. Yeah. It's like, she just knows. I'm just saying, like. Yeah. The, her her visual, how we perceive her, is isn't the same. But she's, she's not dead in terms of industry. Man, academics went off. It's like on taking a shot in the arm, you know? Yeah, what I mean? like you like know, she much. she caught one in the thigh. She caught one in the yeah. head. And still going brain dead. That's how she's acting right now. Really fucking brain dead. But one is one thing I've noticed when I when I listened to it, it was unsufferable. Especially when she left, it was just annoying. But then when I watched it and I was seeing how she was acting, like she had the camera up, but when she put the camera down, she was she actually looked normal. And I'm like, so this is all just a fucking act. This is all, and I just, I'm sure we all. No, no, we. That. I know, but I'm just saying it was just like a, it was like a boondocks moment, like with the whole Ann Coulter and what was he oh, those? That um, yeah, what was he those character? Yeah, mm. it was like that, and I'm going like, so this is all just a fucking act, and deep down inside, you are a good person. I can see deep down you are a good person, but you are fucking depressed and very fucking insecure. I almost felt bad for her. Because she was still sending out subliminal shots. She kept sending out subliminal... She, first, she sent a fucking clear headshot. Well, not, it wasn't even a clear headshot because she didn't say his fucking name. So everyone was confused. Because even I thought she was talking about game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously. She, you know, said, I've got no respect for rappers that bring up and use women. So shout out game. And I'm like... No, no. Okay, rappers so. that um, clout chase off another rapper's name. By the way, it was just based yeah. off of putting women in the raps. And she's like, shout out game. And I was like, oh, well, she put game's name on it. And then she started going into Ross, and I was like, wait. At first, I what? The only way I realized she was talking about Ross is when she says, sit your fat ass down. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Even in the video, you (laughs) see Joe kind of had this confused look on his face. Like, hold up, what are you talking about? And then when she left, they all said, 
yeah, she was talking about Ross. And I was like, oh. And then I put two and two together I mean, on why she was talking about yeah, Ross. Yeah, I mean, we know where that stems from. It's from Rather You Than Me on oh, yeah. Apple of My. How many albums? That was like, what, last year? No. That was two years ago. That was two years ago. But fam, she went on Queen Radio and was complaining about what Joe said two years ago. Exactly. I was about yeah. to say, she keeps bringing so, up old shit, know, man. Yeah. She brings up the fucking MonsterVerse from nine years ago. That's true. Are you surprised she's bringing shit up from two years ago? That's true. She brings that shit up. You win. One more time, (laughs) I am going to walk to Queen Radio. Not not drive, because, you know. Like Mike Posner? You're going to call Mike Posner? Yeah. I'm going to jump on his back. You're going to have him guide (laughs) you. He's going to guide me. I'm going to walk to Queen Radio and kick the door in on some biggie shit. And I'm going to get in her face and say, woman... Don't ever in your life talk about that verse again. And they're going to walk Mike Posner back? Yep. I thought you were going to kick in the door and wave the 4-4. Four, four, four. Yeah, that yeah. too. No. And tell Nikki, don't talk about that <laughs> verse no more. You're going to be the real murderer, man. You're going to be responsible for Mike Posner getting mur- getting killed by a fucking rattlesnake next time. Yep. I'll be proud of it. Shit. That's fucked up, man. I'm proud of it. <laughs> well, I don't know why I said it. it. <laughs> you know what I said? I'm going to be the reason why. And I just had to be like, I had to fight Petty with Petty in the wrong way. Nicki Minaj, this you shit. You lose, sir. <laughs> Nicki Minaj. Bad day to you. <laughs> Good day. Bad day. No, bad day. <laughs> nah, but it was just, it just got annoying to me. And she, I thought she was going to stay the entire show. She only stayed an hour. I'm glad it was only an hour. Yeah, I, that, that was, that I was my limit. I appreciate the fact that her last... 40, 30 to 40 minutes was it came across as genuine I mean when she started talking I mean, about like, rap like look you don't get to that particular position that she's been in without at least having some good karma based on some good deeds that you've done for people over the years yeah right. you know what I'm saying like yeah. again this is you put preference aside which we all have a preference can't deny the fact that she was paying off a certain amount of people's school loans she mm-hmm. did that yeah mm-hmm. she did that you know what I'm saying that. she's also been a part of other uh, she's I, if I'm not mistaken, she's done a few Make a Wish, Make a Wish Foundation appearances. Like I said, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't, you yeah. don't just get that from there. But I was already under the impression that this was all just an act. The problem was that she bought into her own living act, the act. Her gimmick. Right. Like we talk about, you know, Drake being the best character that Aubrey Graham has portrayed. Onika. This is a whole is. different level, though. When yeah. it, you know, right. she literally and she was bought into being a Barbie. Yeah, she's she That's it, true, man. she literally embodied a method actor. Like she's like, it, yeah, she really embodied. She lost herself, and I think it's because of insecurity because she sees that there's another woman up there that pretty much took her spot, and then not just and it's like she's trying to bite the head off. But you know, like in those fucking gods and god movies and shit like that, the Olympus gods, when, mm-hmm. you, when you cut off one head, another one grows. So she cut off that head, all of a sudden, um, making the styling grow. She cut off that head, all of a sudden, city girls, <laughs> city girl head grow. She cuts off those heads, all of a sudden, um, Tierra Whack and all the other women grow. So now there's like a whole shit. legion of fucking heads and women rappers, and she's just one. So either you become the head, or you just get your head chopped off. Yeah. Um, again, she sent shots, clear-cut shots to Cardi. Man, that was so stupid. Um, I bringing up the yeah. fact with the Grammys. And, she said, you could have all the, the Grammys. Yeah. You could have all the Grammys in the world and all the number ones, but if you're not on someone's top 50, this, do you really matter? And, and then, then, you know, she went forward saying that she's on. she deserves to be on a top 10 list. She's the best female rapper. And, and she could wrap circles around anything. Yeah, and I rapper. wanted to, like, part of me wanted to react to it until I realized, chances are you're not strictly going on bars you're probably going on numbers too so if mm. that's the case you could have that because that's I, your criteria and i'm not going to get into it 
I took it as just the rapping. I think she was just talking rapping, period, because, you know, silly me for thinking logically in a Nicki Minaj mind. Yes. What the fuck? Well, but, she, no, but, but she, she did Shit. say when it comes to these female rappers, none of these bitches fucking with me. So she, she, I was thinking. No, I know, I know. I heard she, you fucking like, with she, me. She, she, uh, she made it clear she was talking about top fifties in general, top tens in general. But mm-hmm. she also made it clear when it came to female MCs, she was in her mind the top dog overall. And yeah. that's when I was like, well, chances are you're bringing up numbers to support that, right? So, like the whole, in, just the whole enchilada. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not right, trying to so, make sense of so, this girl. So it is what it is. <laughs> well, it's not about trying to make sense. It's trying like, to make sense of this shit. Yeah, it's not about no, trying man. to make sense. It's like what she displayed out. That's, yeah, no, yeah, that's what yeah. Right. And still sent shots, and Cardi sent a shot right back and and showed what invasion of privacy still getting like numbers even in 2019. And she was like, "Yeah, these are the only list I care about." And I was just like, yeah, that's a good clap. To which, you know, she deleted, she later deleted it. And then Nikki, before the deletion, responded to that with numbers from Queen. So And Nikki's starting all this shit. I want (laughs) records to happen. It's like, at this point, everybody shut the fuck up. Exactly. Like, I don't want to hear from anybody. I don't want to, because Cardi's not doing it. That's the thing. Cardi hasn't said a word. It's all coming from Nikki's side. Well, she has, because she keeps responding. She is. She she don't got to respond. And that's what Cardi Cardi hates. Yeah, just let it go. Yeah, I think. And that's not to shame Cardi, but at the same time, it's like, if you know they're going to keep coming, just who gives a fuck? At some point, you just got to let that shit fucking go. I think at this point. I think Cardi is gonna let it go because I think Nikki's just pissed that she's not getting a fucking. Well, you don't want to point on someone that she's not getting a Jay Z and Nas moment. That's what Nikki's not getting that type of moment. Oh yeah, yeah, she's not getting that because she wants a record where they go back and forth. But Cardi's like, nah, we're so far removed from that now. Sheether happened. That was your moment. (laughs) So I wouldn't even consider that. But I know. But that's her for the moment she wanted. That's the moment she got. So what? And she responded, unlike Arbery. That's true. So, well, be fair. He did respond. He just didn't respond the second time. But a lot of people would say that. You're right. He what? didn't respond. No, he was. He did respond. He responded to infrared, which is how you get Duppy freestyle. He. Okay, the reason we got story of Adidon was because be of Duffy Freestyle, which yeah. was a response to Infrared. So he did respond. It was just he tapped out after the first Adidon. round was done. Yeah. Right. So, but, no, nah, I have to defend his honor in that. He wow. did respond. Yeah, we got to like, be more specific. True. We got to be more specific. I don't like you. <laughs> Again, yeah, I, I spent this whole episode talking about you can't rewrite or omit history. You got to bring up the history. He did respond. Yeah, he responded to... I will omit He responded to infrared. Bullshit. Yeah, he responded to infrared. I know that. But added on, yeah. But but as far as the solo yeah. song, she didn't do that. She threw jabs and fucking no frauds, and that was that. Oh, my God, that fucking song. Yeah, and then had Drake and Lil Wayne on there, shit, and, they, and Drake had... In the video, even Drake was like, why am I here? Yeah. <laughs> that was the last song all three of them were together, too. That's the wild part about it. Ah, shit. And that's another thing I noticed. It's been more ammo for me why I hated that picture years ago. And that was two years ago. I still was right. Ah, good. <laughs> Congratulations. You were right till I proved you wrong. Oh, yeah, you proved me wrong. Yeah, Jason High was five. right. <laughs> hey, you, hey, I acknowledge that. You were right. But, no, that was another thing I noticed is that when they brought up Drake, she literally tiptoed around that damn question. She yeah. tip tip tiptoed around the um, subject yeah. about him. So I was like, hmm. And say, uh, what I noticed too, I don't know if you guys caught it, mm. but a lot of people were saying they were mad or disappointed in Joe 
because he hit wasn't hitting her with questions that they felt. She, oh, I said it should have. You know, I said that. I there know was, what you're saying. There were questions that needed to be asked, but yeah. Now that I think about the shit, yeah, if he would have said that, she would have just got up and left. Yeah, or well, it, yeah, it would have been more. It, it just would have been more of that. But the way I took it was some of those questions that people wanted responded. We're in the same time frame that Joe got upset with her. Like, why are we bringing up old shit? Yeah. So, because Joe... The wanna shit was last year. Okay, that's fine. But there was there's some other stuff that was taking place that, you know... Like... Was, was going down uh, that, you know... It just, it's just a matter of... But it, even if it was last year... I'm, it's pretty safe to assume that Joe probably still would have looked at it. They're like, why are you talking about shit from last year? Uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? It was just the fact that... If it wasn't in the most recent of memories, as in like the last, we'll say I'll even give it. Here's the thing. See, we're in August. The last eight months. Yeah. But here's the thing: with Nick, Nikki has never acknowledged. She never acknowledged Sheether. She never really acknowledged the whole Wanda situation. She kind of did, but she kind of shrugged it off. She never acknowledged the whole fucking um. Fuck. What was it? I had it in my head. There was the Wanda situation. Never acknowledged. She she never really acknowledged why she doesn't like Cardi. She never talked. She never talked about it. Honestly, I don't even feel she will. But she she never acknowledges what she has against her. I mean, I'm not mad at that because there ain't no records being drawn out. Who the fuck cares? And I don't care. Part, yeah, yeah. It's women don't like right. women don't like each other because they got the shoes one wants. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, like, we I all know the answer. Fuck for that reason. Like, like, we know the answer. What it we is. already know the answer. Women hate it's gotta women. Got to be the shoes. Yeah. Where Chris Rock? It's, it's envy. It's envy. She's just envious. That's all it is. But this subject, I'm on. I'm about to start. Uh, I'm about to start my own movement. Every time I hear a Nicki Minaj record, I'm going to take a knee and call it Operation Ignore Nicki Minaj. By taking a knee and sitting through it. Yeah, I just said it. it. I could just turn I, it off. Yeah, I mean, you could just push the power button. Or if I'm in a bar. But, like, or anything skip. that she does now, it's like, at this point, I'm really just going to ignore it. She dropped a song, like, last week, a remix to a song, and I really just did not care to listen to it. It's at this point, it's just like, it's kind of, it's just sad. It is, and again, to what I've spoken on for a while... I will never put an asterisk by her by her name. Oh no! Because you know there's no, there's no need. For, I don't believe in asterisks. Mm. I just will say there is a clear difference in her career when there wasn't really anybody in terms of femcs to go mm. up against competition. Right. Competition. Thank you. Yeah. Versus now, for every like two or three rappers that are well known, there is a there's a femc there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's well respected or on the come up and bubbling, but there is they are right. there. Um, her career has not been the same since that's come to light. The the whole career I feel like, has I feel not like the, been the same since. Yeah, the did. irony of her fighting for the streams and the stream numbers to count is it opened up the door for us to recognize and be introduced to new as, women. Yeah, yeah. As a result, that's very true. And she's never embraced them. And another part I noticed is that when Joe asked, I think Ma asked, "What other female oh, yeah. rappers yeah. have you um, have you been listening to?" She named like some little local New York rapper, but then the only one she even shouted out was a female rapper. Was a female rapper that won her Megatron challenge. Wasn't that Malibu? Like, uh, what was her name? Some shit. I'm gonna look up her name because some female rapper that no one really knows about. But it was yeah, just like seriously, it was just someone who's unknown when she just did a song with Megan the Stallion. Yeah, like yeah. I just but, don't yeah. get it. Like that, that that didn't add up. To I me. mean, she didn't shout out Meg the Stallion. Malibu Mitch. Malibu, yeah, that's was it. Was it Malibu Mitch? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? 
Yeah. Well, she shouted her out at some point. I don't know if it was the one that won the the challenge, contest, but she uh. did shout out Malibu Mitch. But that, that was, but okay. she didn't shout out Rhapsody. She didn't shout out like City Girl. She didn't shout out Sweetie or Doja Cat. She didn't say none of those young female rappers. I really do believe she only it's the only thing she listens in her house is her own music. She's like, if you listen to Queen Radio, that's all yeah. she listens to. She's got streams up, man. No, but that's the thing, though. She said on one of the shows, I forget it which was, one, it, it, one. it doesn't count towards the streams. It does. So if it doesn't, why the fuck are you only playing your music? It's, it's her security. It's her it's body her, world. It's her world. That's all you listen to. I know. I mean, I get it. It's fantastic. I get it. All them shits is plastic. But, oh my God. I'm done with you. Where's that from? The Barbie Barbie. song. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. It's plastic. It's a Bobby world, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's all she plays is that yeah. shit. She don't play no Megan. She don't play, if it is Megan, it's, it's Hot Girl Summer. Hot Girl Summer, of mm-hmm. course. And that's it. And that's number 11 on the charts. Yeah. And that's going to fade there. Oh, yeah, the streak is over when it comes to Old Town Road. Hey, good luck, man. 19 weeks. Thank God. That's a hell of a way to, to protest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to leave me off the country? No, fine. I take the number one spot yeah. for, for 19 weeks, man. Yeah. And then fucking, yeah, who won number one? Billy, how do you say her last name? Illish? Illish. Yeah, because I, I have her album on my top on my top list this year. Yeah, for the bad guy. I like that beat, man. That beat's fucking just random. Yeah. Hella dope. But there was a, a FMC that... To, I want to say take offense, but she caught her, wind. Her, she... her ears were perked up. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And that was DTP Shauna. Oh yeah. Oh. A lot of cats mm. don't have to be told about Shauna's pedigree. We know. Oh yeah. She she'll rip your head off. Yeah. She even said it on her live. She still looks low key good too. Low key. <laughs> it was. I swear it was, it was like come on, man. It was. It's you know rhetorical. Like she looked good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> delicious. Delicious. And she even she pretty much said. You know, if you feel froggy, delete. <laughs> like, if you're going to say something, if you're going to say my name, say my name. But, you know, Nikki never says names. And that's, I get so annoyed. Why do people do that shit? Why? Pussies. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people that don't do it. Jay's the mastermind of that. Drake fucking took the... Oh, Jay, shit. He took Hove, that shit and ran No, no, Hove, he will literally... It will literally fly over your head. You won't know what the fuck he's talking about till you rewind it, like, in years later. Like, whoa, what? <laughs> <laughs> that was a distamace. Yeah, fucking genius breakdown. Oh, yeah. he was talking about... He was oh, talking about shit. dissing... He was dissing this rapper at this time period, <laughs> at this time frame, because he didn't like what he ate for lunch. What? Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Drake is kind of getting better at that too. No, Drake is Drake is him and Hov are him and Hov are neck and neck when it comes to like subliminal rap. It's one and two, but it's it's not it's not neck oh, to yeah, neck. But he's that's not a wide he's margin. He's definitely the heir to the throne. Yeah, oh, for yes, sure. he is. And they yeah. they they rapping cold. They be rapping. I I have come around to the subliminals. I remember I, I wasn't really a fan of it, I'm more, but there's an art to it that it I really I've, is. I've really grown to appreciate. Where I was like, wow, you, that takes a lot. That's that's fucking wordplay. Remember, to, to code it. Yep. Like, it's like fucking computer coding. Like like games <laughs> my bitch, bitch bro. Yeah. Remember games my bitch? Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was a good way to do it. It was another good subliminal record. The oh Hope's verse on the Watcher too, the Ja Rule. Yep. That was mm. a guy. Yeah. <laughs> and let's see, kicking the door to Nas with Biggie. Mm-hmm. Didn't he say? Didn't well, kicking the door was also um you know, who else was that too? Uh Raekwon and Ghost. Mm, yeah. He left out meth because he was cool with meth. That's got to be the biggest like obstacle. If you when are cool, cool with, with one, one Wu Tang member, yep. how can but you, you beef with 
two or three of the other ones. How can you fucking <laughs> yeah. maneuver around? Like, yeah. It's like it's like Minority Report, just like touching shit and moving it around. Like, uh, yeah. like this. That's subliminal. That's kind of why I appreciate Joe's beef with them. He's like, man, fuck it. I fuck all the Wu-Tang niggas. <laughs> <laughs> he got punched in the fucking yeah. eye. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought Eminem was straightforward. I, I think he's only been subliminal like very few times. I think it was just with Royce or Cannabis, but other than that, yeah. Eminem's been low key, very, very straightforward because that's hip hop. Yeah. Same with man, LL Cool J fucking <laughs> dissing Cannabis because he felt he was being subliminal to him on the same record. Good times. Gotta love hip hop. Can't borrow a nigga's mic, man. Nope. I still just can't believe that shit happened. Like, dude, it was a compliment. I don't give a fuck. You still worried about that shit? I'm still on when Cannabis brought that fucking notepad out in the fucking battle. That was sad. He <laughs> went out super sad. <laughs> that was <laughs> sad. So did this nigga bring a fucking note? What? <laughs> <laughs> I legit remember seeing that shit like, I know that I just not to see yeah, this nigga bring did. a fucking notepad out on a anyway, fucking battle rap. I'm talking hey, about man. battle rap. It be like that sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Royal Rap City, her album's dropping next, well, this week. We get it. And she she gave out her list of the top female MCs she's listening to, and she said Cardi B and Megan. Yeah, the two of them were on. She also named an up and coming uh, artist. I forgot her name, but if Rhapsody puts her stamp on it. I'm I'm gonna go check her out yeah. for sure. Uh, but yeah, the fact that you know Nikki was putting herself in all these lists, and Rhapsody was being selfless and highlighting other mm. women. See, this reminds me. Reminds me what her last album was classic. Yeah, remind me when M did when it, in a Till I Collapse verse when he did when he did his list and he named pretty much everybody and put himself last. Like yeah, like I'm I'm just a nobody. That's called being humble. Nikki should just eat some of that humble pie. Yeah. But this pie I want to eat is how do you say her name? Fam, I I can't say her. I see it and it's just oh man, Snow Snow Allegra Allegra. There you go. Snow Allegra music drop. Give me a hand. No, I want to eat that pie for a show. There was a... There was a <laughs> that was fucking horrible. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Her Jesus. album. Man, no, don't press no. Oh, yeah. Man, it's a nigga. It is not them hours yet, my nigga. But anyway, you can listen to this podcast. It is not hours yet. But her album, These Fills. Those Fills again. Those Fills again. This is one of the best... Projects of the year. We got another one, people. Easy. That's all I listen to. I'm glad you appreciated uh, every single time when I was bringing up the album coming up on the podcast and everything. Who? Who? Mm. You know the one we went to go see. Oh yeah, yeah. Who? That's what I told Karina. The one I went to go see. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I told Karina <laughs> that shit too because I was like, oh yeah, I sent it up. I was like, oh, is she dope. I'm like, yeah, we saw her at Jam- when Jameson came out. She's like, oh yeah. Yep. Well, shit, I don't listen to her like that. But now I do. I will listen to it like that. Cause she's, this album she's is... got a very nice under the radar catalog. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's uh, she's got a decent amount of albums. She's got I think she's got more EPs than albums. But her she's one of the more beautifully under the radar. She, the, her voice is like. Is it just me? But does her cover look like Sade? Yeah, she looks like Sade. I literally thought that was Sade at first. I, I saw that. I thought I was paying homage to Sade. It probably is. It almost looks like the same pose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was a homage to Sade. Um, but as far as the album goes, so, of course, we had I Want You Around on one of the playlists some months back when mm-hmm. it first dropped. Mm. Um, whoa, whoa. Situationship, boy. Boy, I'm on Toronto. That's my shit. Like that I like love like that. And then uh, 
Oh, like Charleville, which was on her EP back in 2016, the mm-hmm. first part. Oh, I oh, never heard of it. Beautiful part. continuation. Yeah, that shit was just beautiful. And then nothing to me. I didn't mean to fall in love. Yeah. You can just pick and choose. This album is just like, Mwah! bitch. Yeah, I, I really, I, I, I really hope she gets her due on this joint. Oh, she could get nominated. She, she could get, she better get a Grammy for this shit. Or at least a nomination. It. And no ID is racking up the checks because no ID directed to produce all this. She shit? signed to Artyom. Oh wow! Remember when he started the label? It was her, Vince Staples, Common, and after uh, Janae Aiko. Oh, yep. That was the label before uh, you know they eventually start going their own ways. Speaking of own ways, uh, so we touched on Vince Staples real quick. Oh yeah, uh, how he left. He put the up a video on his IG. Um, I, I don't know if it's a TV show or if it's I don't a know, yeah, movie it's or if it's, the, if it's the title of the album. But it's fucking hilarious. He, it oh, sounds shit. like it's like this pan out narrating of a car. Mm-hmm. These two boys are in it, and it sounds like he's getting ready to strap him up to go kill Rob somebody. Shit. <laughs> yeah, and nah, I, he just he just equips them with chocolate candy bars and he sends them outside to go sell them at the grocery store. Yeah, <laughs> oh, nice. But it's the but it's the y'all little nigga signed up for this. Can't go no for an ounce, so you gotta look them in the eye and get it done. So remember, you got the one with almonds, that's very significant right there. You got the regular one. And I'm gone. <laughs> oh, shit. Either way, I'm buying whatever that project is, I'm buying. I mean, I want in. Literally, right when they announced he's joined the temp- he joined the temptation. I'm gonna say he just joined the temptations. Fuck it. Oh my god. <laughs> he's the Vince Staples show. Yeah. the temptations. Yeah. No one came to see you, Otis. No. <laughs> <laughs> No nigga ever came to go see Otis. So <laughs> not even when Watch the Throne performed it. <laughs> Damn. Damn right. So the Jacksons, the Jacksons American Dream, Temptations, um, the Five Heartbeats, even though it's not based on anything, it's still still up there. Everybody calls it a biopic. I know. <laughs> like, Damn, this isn't a biopic. <laughs> Made up niggas. <laughs> fucking Meteor Man in there, man. And let's see, what was the other one? The New TLC, Edition. The New Edition one. The TLC story. That was a good one. That was a real good one. You want to count Bobby Brown on there too? It's an extension of New Edition. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like I'm missing somebody. There's another biopic. They recently here. did, um, I think, Bobby DeBarge. Mm, was on BG? DeBarge. I, yeah, they did some. And I know that because I'm cool with. Uh, and I hope. I hope I'm saying the, the brother that, was, that died. Um, because I'm cool with his son in one of the um, Facebook groups. Ah. His son Chris is in one there, so mm. communicate with him. But they did a uh, they did a biopic of that, yeah. and there was some drama going on there because Chris and some of his other families felt like, uh, well, as long as I get my my dad right, I don't mm. care how this debarge situation looks. But all in all, so. Snow Allegra, yeah. these feels again. Ah, that's, that's mad. That's a mandatory in your library now. Yeah, everything else you can give a fuck, but that album. Yeah. These feelings, these feelings yeah, again. Out, outside of that, outside of that album, which has all the potential in the world to be, uh, grow into a classic. There's a lot of yeah. a lot of mid, a lot of at, mid. at the very best. I'm mid. Yeah. These mid. <laughs> this is mid. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. This mid. Quality control mid. Young Thug mid. ASAP Ferg mid currency. Cool. Oh, Currency was cool. ASAP Ferg was not mid. I just want to say it. Pilo, you cool. To cool. me, it was mid, but it was <laughs> mid. I expected with the, with a hint of party hits. That. With mid, with hints of party hits, I knew he was capable of making. Right. So I'm not. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. I don't hold I'll it against ASAP Ferg because ASAP Ferg releases mid. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. 
Pilo, you cool. Cousin Steve, you cool. Doja Cat, I don't know. We get to you later. Yo, I don't. I don't care about the song with Doja Cat. But that fucking music video, video boy. The boy. juicy video. Oh, yes. Talking about if you can see it from the front, just imagine what it looks like from the back and showing everything from the back. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. There is powerful yeah. niggardry at yes. work. That immediately went on the playlist for the video playlist. <laughs> <You're> like, yes. <laughs> Not the audio playlist, but the visual playlist. <laughs> on <laughs> mute. <laughs> no, I, I will play it. It's not a bad song, but just if I had to pick one, I would I want the visual. Anyway, Snoop Dogg. What, 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 I, I saw Snoop. It's at that point, Snoop is just drops albums when he's bored. So, yeah, honestly, yeah. yeah. What That's label is this on? Too. Just Snoop Dogg the label? Empire. Okay, that makes sense. Well, Donkey Style, but yeah. distribution through Empire. Empire, Empire is... Yeah, just stacking up shit. Shout damn. out to Chang. <laughs> shout out to Gazi. Yeah, shout out to Chang and Gazi. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he, so he dropped a I Want to Thank Me. <laughs> when, you're your, when you're that far that's in your that's based career? off his rock, yeah. of, rock of fame thing. first yep. off yep. I want to thank me because without me this would have never happened yeah <laughs> I, didn't I mean he's right I mean duh <laughs> shit uh, of course it had uh, the let bygones be bygones joint that I brought up last about week about mm, right. and then you know in perfect timing it got reported that original co-founder Harry O is getting ready to get out of jail after 31 years huh. so somebody brought up they were like oh well he damn that kind of sucks though he he missed like everything that happened with death row and i was like yeah but he made a lot of money out of it so when he comes out his box gonna be rising heavy so yeah, yeah. seriously yeah yeah so let bygones bygones of course um dj Battlecat had some production all throughout mm. and then chris brown yg mustard and uh jeremiah jermaine Dup- yeah jermaine dupree popped up on here y'all know what this is give me a hell and yeah. that was actually one of the standout records really yeah it was a pretty good record um the one with Russ and wiz khalifa the elements sound good was, like you know i like that one yeah the elements sound good <laughs> um the joint with nate dog i was happy to see nate dog on there because it, it wasn't a sample. Like, it was a full-fledged vocals in the vault that he brought out. So, that was cool. Which, by the way, I think today is his birthday. Yeah. This Happy, man. what would have been his 50th birthday. Yeah. Nate Dogg. Nate Dogg. Yeah. 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 The greatest Monday is hook man ever. Yes. In the history. True. Of hip-hop. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, overall, again, like, which one, it's 22 tracks. Right. Hmm. No. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And another. No. Quality control. How many tracks? 30 uh, motherfucking six. Yeah. No. And I was disappointed with this because they had a string of fucking knocks on here. Mm. And I knew people were never going to listen to it because they just saw 36 tracks so they yeah. weren't even going to try. Oh, yeah. but, I, but the string of knocks on here, like, I'm looking at some of the the solo joints from the Migos and I'm like, why the fuck weren't these on the album? He's like, why are y'all <laughs> putting this on here? You should keep this for your... Mm. Some think- of these joints, like, Takeoff was... Flying on some of these joints or the solo Shit. joints, I was like, "What the? F- Why?" Is Cardi on any of those records? Cardi's not on here. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Um, they have uh, Rennie Rucci, who is the um, MC that comes out of New York. I've actually been meaning to get up on her project because she's been on a few features. She did a good job with her feature here. Um, it's Ratchet. It's City Girls. Uh, Stefflon Don, mm. and it's um, produced by Mustard, so you know what you're mm. getting. Yep. A lot of eat my pussy and. Uh, Hey, you, hey, you can get it if, hey. you, if you drop some stacks. Every must, but it beat. sounds good. Every must <laughs> be. You keep hearing that. Hey, hey, yeah, hey. Um, but you remember? Um, so Duke Deuce, 
Remember that video of the cat um, that does that wild dance where he's with the group? Never been a scared nigga. And he's like dancing all like that. He has the blue jumpsuit. I suit. have no clue what you're talking about. Anyways, <laughs> it became a big song out of Memphis and it eventually got him signed to Quality Control. So this is now where the official song is located on, Good for on this project. That's fucking dope. Yeah. So I was glad to, I was glad to see that. Um, that happened for him. Thirty six tracks, man. I could do. It's just yeah. It's just thirty six tracks. That's like it makes it. If you were not in my position where you know you're working, you could put it on the background to listen to it all. It makes it like why? I I would rather listen to our playlist than thirty six tracks. Just see if they made this a playlist. That's probably what this is. That's what that is. Like if they made and see, I understand it because you got so many acts on this label. But at the same time, it's like you could just dwindle this down to twenty. You know what I'm saying? Like, just pick the 20 best. Give Migos a... Uh, you know, Dad Piff has to be pissed. A solo joint each, and, you know, that's that. <laughs> you know, Dad Piff has to be so pissed these rappers are doing shit like this now, and they're, like, sharing it. It probably yeah. is on Dad Piff, but damn. Not if they're making money out of it. Yeah, womp womp. Alrighty, Young Thugger. See, I guess this is his debut album, or whatever mm. the fuck you want to call it. We'll find out in about a week. Yeah. We'll find out. We'll find, find out after the sales. Yeah, we, yeah. So much fun. Now... I try, keyword try, to give Young Thug the benefit of a doubt because I don't know what people hear in him. I can tolerate his features. And I remember there was a long time period when we started this podcast, JC was just on a whole boycott Young Thug. No. Am I right? Why was I on that? Because he just said some whole fuckery niggery shit because he sounded like a damn fool on the red carpet. Ignorant as fuck. And that's that's why. And he was ignorant. He was ignorant. And I understood that. But then there were times I would say, like, yeah, there was some albums, like Jeffrey. That was the only one I, I would kind of give leeway to, like, that I could tolerate because I could understand what the fuck he's saying. Now, you know, he's kind of grown up. He's not trolling no more like as that. And Young Thug fans were just so happy that he's releasing. This is his official debut album. So for much, now. yeah. For, for I, now. I, I thought Bart of Six. I thought Bart of Six was the debut one. I thought fucking Slime Season One, Two. The whole Slime Season series was like you know the debut album. But uh, no, this is it. You didn't think Jeffrey was a debut? I thought Jeffrey was a debut album too. But they said that was a mixtape because it didn't Thug do that well. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, some Thugger yes, Girls. That shit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. this album so much fun. And what I have to say about it. Nothing, because I only listened to the first few songs, and then I just realized to myself, he's not for me. I can listen to him when it comes to features, but at this point, when it comes to a full project, I don't care. Young Thug fans are happy about it. They say this is what they wanted. More power to you. But to us normal people, no. I'm not listening to the whole thing. Wow. Yeah, me too. Um, Wow. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say speak for yourself because I'm not gonna go back to the entire thing. Yeah, never, but, nah. never. But in seeing his hardcore fans say, "Oh, this is a great piece of work," it, who, it who sounded, are we to say that? It sounded good. Like it just you know I've never been I haven't been high on Young Thug in years, so you know it, right. it is what it is. I don't pay attention to him like that. But no, same here. I Me mean, too. There, I mean, there are some joints on here that I fuck with. Like Ecstasy was a great joint. Mm. Hot with Gunna was dope. Bad, bad, bad with little baby was great. Yeah, that's my shit. Uh, Twenty One Savage again, killing the features killing this year. I like the first track. I'm scared. The first track was cool. I was, I was, I could see it. Yeah, like just how it is. It was all right. Like it was cool. Um, then it just got funny when uh, Cartier Gucci scarf when Lil Duke started rapping. <laughs> and uh, defend this shit. 
I'm not going to defend There is you. no defending that there shit. Is. Yeah, I'm I, asking the people. I, uh, and they're going to be silent. I was confused because I thought he had Oscar the Grouch rapping. I thought it was Cookie Monster. Sound like both of them. Yeah. <laughs> they had a baby. Um. So, yeah. That's, what, that's pretty much all we can say about. Yeah. That's all we can say about. I mean, that. of course, he had the London on there, which and, closed out. Yeah. Out, but then J. J. Cole and T minus also produced a Mannequin Challenge. Yeah, J. Juice Cole Bro. and J. Cole pretty much um, executive produced this album. He executive really? Produced, yes, he executive produced. Mm-hmm. He's the one that sequenced the whole album and everything. I mean, you got to remember he brought Young Thug on tour with him. So yeah, no, I know that, but I don't. It's weird. Doesn't make sense. I, I don't understand why he would attach his name to that. Like. Personally, because these rappers don't view some of these guys like we do. They actually know these guys. That's true. They break bread with them. them. They're friends with them. I mean, that's one thing that we always got to keep in mind too. When it's like sometimes that's why putting certain rappers up against each other to me is stupid. Because it's like, why are y'all separating the fan bases when you know when they go on tour, y'all gonna have to come together, right? (laughs) Like this shit don't make sense. And it's only on the internet. Only on the internet, not in real life. Yeah, it ain't like the Backstreet Boys and Instinct because it was like on site with them fans still to this day. (laughs) think i'm playing i, I really <laughs> don't I, rem- I remember the shit yeah that was you know some I mean? gang shit <laughs> you know like i mean in young, young thug's defense um you know i've been critical of him over the years it felt good to see you know the the day that nipsey passed young thug go up there and said i'm glad i wasn't there because i would have had it tucked on me yeah you know what i'm saying like these niggas fuck with each other oh friends yeah. so man that's that's like the nicest so shit you've ever said. Plus, plus, from a business standpoint, <laughs> J. Cole attaching his name to that is brilliant. You get to snag over some Young Thug fans for your next joint. I yeah, remember. You're right. It's I all, just, you're right. Again, it all goes back to business. I just remember when it got announced that he was going to be on the KOD tour. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Man. <laughs> now you won't say it. Yeah. It may not come when you call. Court. <laughs> may not always be their home time, but yeah, it's long. Yeah, you yeah. hear it. No, nah, always when you call, but it's always on time. Yeah, <laughs> I just remember when he announced that he was going to bring Young Thug on tour with him, and Young Thug fans and J Cole fans were like, "What the yeah. fuck?" And hey, I guess it worked. I guess so. I mean, they they all left paid <laughs> and happy, yeah, and friends. So I mean, again, I'm not going. I'm not going to revisit the album, but I'm not going to call the album trash. This is like the most nicest thing you've ever said about Young Thug. I'm allowed to to take everything on a case by case circumstance. (laughs) Understandable. Proceed. (laughs) So that's all we can say. So let's move on. Uh, We want to talk about currency. We talk about currency a little bit. Nice six track EP. Um, It's him solo. Uh, I forgot there's a main producer that pretty much produced all the tracks and then there's co-producers Narden B was a production group that was a part of it mm. several others uh, it's typical typical currency and I'm not saying that in a bad way if you fuck with currency this is right up your alley yeah anyway HPK's very own P-Lo I'm missing Ferg Ferg? oh yeah he's that Ferg Floor Seats how was him? how was he? him <laughs> if, you don't he? Know, if you don't know what him. Ferg is by now that is I'm not saying that's this is about you oh, I know. I'm saying this in the mic if you don't know what Ferg is by now that's your fault uh, Ferg is going to give you some joints where you're going to kind of scratch your head, look around like, all right. But then he's going to have one to two. <laughs> going to have those one to two party joints where it's like, that's why he, that's how he survives. Trap, Trap Lord. Uh, Trap Lord is a fucking classic. Man. Jet I lag love and Wham are those two joints on this album. I like Pups. Pups was all right for when me. They, the Get At Me Dog. The get at you know, me that dog. shit was. But see to me, it was. Kinda dope. See to me, it was. 
Rocky, you can't talk that shit because you was bitching and complaining about being in a hotel room in Sweden. But you know, you I ain't trying to hear no, hey, no fucking get at me, dog, <laughs> from Rocky fam. Like, come on, just, man. Just, yeah, you don't know what that, what they that uh, recorded cell it really looked like, bro. Yeah, it looked like a dorm room. <laughs> shit. Like, come on, man. Motherfucker was watching Swedish TV. Hey, but you know what? Eating all the man. dark Swedish chocolates. Oh, <laughs> you <shit>. stupid. <laughs> but yeah. yo, wigs and butt naked. <laughs> yo, that. That shit made me laugh. Rico Nasty. His part was funny. First part was funny. Rico Nasty killed her verse on Butt Naked. Oh, yeah. She destroyed that shit. Rico Nasty, she's something else, man. Yeah. I mean, overall, it's, you know, it's. Typical Ferg. It's Ferg. You know know what you're going to get. All right. HBK's very own pillow, Shine. A nice follow up to uh, the last joint. What was was his last one? Prime. Prime. Prime, Mm. Shine. Mm hmm. Good. They kind of go together in some. I want. I'm not gonna say a strange way, but I mean in terms of a follow up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you can tell by the cover art. The cover art is pretty goddamn the similar. Same, yeah. One is kind of you know, Prime is kind of the outline of his body. Shine is a close up of his face. Yep, makes so, sense. First <laughs> half of this specifically his teeth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the grill. Yeah. First half of this joint is pretty typical. I mean, he had the single hell of fun with Jay Anthony, mm-hmm. and he's got Kaylani on a joint that. Traditional and hardcore HBK fans who were introduced to Kaylani through them would yeah. appreciate her being honest. Not no yeah. R&B type yeah. joint. Now that like, shit was fucking sick. It's a slap. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he's got that. Then it gets to the second half, and I was hearing some joints from from Pilo. I was I was impressed. I was hearing some some production and, and bars from him that I was not expecting. I was mm. very happy with those. Like uh, he should. You know what that is? It's growth. Growth. It's definitely growth. Um. All falls down. Uh, here with Dom Kennedy was dope. That um, shit was sick. And then Jesus Peace. Jesus yep. Peace was a nice kind of personal track. Ooh. Yeah. Very, very nice. So, I mean, overall, it's... I'm not going... Again, I'm at a point now. Pilo's way too deep in his career to try to get people and persuade them on him. Mm-hmm. But if you've been rocking with Pilo for a while, you could definitely hear the growth on the second half of this album. He's like the surviving... For H- sure. He's like the surviving HBK member. He's the Jim Jones of HBK. He really is. Damn. That's the best way to describe him. Yeah. He really is. Pilo is the Jim Jones. Jones of HBK. He is a Jim that Jones. That makes so much sense. Dude. He is. Oh, you, you, don't, you don't even have to think about it. Yeah. yeah. He really is. Yeah. Anyway. Shout out to, shout out to them and the, the whole HBK. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Cousin Steez. I thought this motherfucker was from the Bay. Because I always, I remember I was reporting about him. I felt like I reported on him a whole lot back back then. But he dropped, is this his debut album? I have no idea because this is the first time I heard him. Okay. Not, no, he's been around since 2015. So yeah, he's been around for a good, good, good minute. But trying to find fam, my next thrill, fam. This nigga's from Boston. He's from Boston. Seriously, I just wow. looked that up right now. I literally thought he was from the Bay this whole time. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, no, because no, name really, it's, it's like deja vu when I fucking hear his, hear the name cousin Steve. I really I think you're thinking it. of cousin Fick. Nah, I'm thinking I'm or really Dave Steezy. Mm-mm. From HBK, Mm-mm. I'm thinking of uh, it, the name had the cousin in it. I really feel it. I'm getting, I'm getting like a fat ass deja, but that's besides the fucking point. Trying to find my next thrill. I pretty much kind of enjoyed this album. I liked what I liked how this whole this whole shit sounded. How it started with Meds and Anonymous with Smino. That was a great ass record. And R and R and Jump Out the Phone. Everything about this whole album was pretty damn solid. Loki surprised me. Again, I had no idea who he was going into it, but I saw a bunch of people listening to it on Apple Music, so I was like, I might as well play it today. Yeah, the joint with Smino was good. Um, So-So with Sean Wire was really the standout for me. Yeah. I thought that was a great record. 
Oh yeah, um, yeah. Freddie Gibbs on this shit. Yeah, despite Freddie Gibbs talking wild yeah. and, and picking sides, Freddie Gibbs delivered a dope verse on here. You can always rely on mm. that. Yeah, when all those fails, Freddie Gibbs can rap. Yep. <laughs> Seriously, and he can post some funny ass. I'm telling y'all, people, go on his fucking IG story. If you if you had a bad day, just go on his IG story. Yeah, that is all. No, but again, <laughs> overall, I was impressed with this guy. I, I for not knowing, and apparently, I went through his discography just now. Um, this is his second album, and he's had four mixtapes and EPs uh, prior. And then seeing he signed to RCA, mm. um, I'm, I'm impressed. I, I want to see. I want to go back and check out his discography now. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Ah, oh, shit. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that was music. Well, yeah, Lil Nas X, even though he doesn't have the number one album again, he was on the cover of Time Magazine. One record. 19 weeks on the fucking 19 weeks at number one and you get on the cover of Billboard. Is he finesse king of 2019? Time Magazine. Time Magazine, yes. Is he finesse king of 2019? Oh, by far. Without question. He's got my vote. He has summer. Seriously. He has record of the year. This is is the record of the year whether people like it or not. I'm not calling it record of the year. It's just the most highest charting record of the year. (laughs) You can't go nowhere without hearing this fucking song, man. In the Grammys... It might win record of the year. I can see that. Oh yeah, but they I, could, I could definitely see that. They pick popular so that would songs. Make sense. That, you know what I mean? So what's up? They pick popular songs for that. So. Yeah, Man, you oh, think? Yeah. And then they pick. You thought Despacito would have won one, and that didn't win it. So yeah, it took a lot of Latin awards though. I'm sure it did. Latin Grammys. It, yes, it, it did. It killed at the Latin Grammys. Despacito. <laughs> yeah, Bieber got a lot of Grammy, <laughs> Grammy yeah. uh, Latin Grammy awards. Yep. No, he didn't get any. They didn't get. They didn't no, get the original. They, the, the they put the original. Yeah. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. They said this is our Grammys. And plus, when he <laughs> can have it over there. And plus, when he performed it, he was all just talking English, saying, "I don't know what the words are to the song." Da, 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 da. They got. They got offended to that. Yeah. So. never admit that publicly. Like. Yeah. Seriously. You know what I'm yeah. Just say you took Rosetta Stone for two weeks and you're still learning. Like. Hey, the way he's singing, you thought he knew Spanish. Yeah. But shout out to Lil Nas X, man. For real. 19 weeks solidified, and then you. Top it off with time. All you had to do was give him the number one slot in the country Billboard charts. That's all you had to do, white people. Now look uh, at us. No. Now look. this. Now this is a kid. Now that this is a kid. Start, uh, that got shit. to start his movement and see the fruition and fruits of his labor at the end. Shut up, Collinsworth. Shut the fuck up, Collinsworth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We won't shit in that Super Bowl anyway. Yeah. Niners, bitch. Anyway, we had a little top on mm-hmm. our timeline when all the madness was going on about Hove and the NFL. We decided to, you know, throw some little content out there. Yeah. And call it the ill topic of the week. Ah. No. <laughs> How you tell somebody no and you pressed it? No, no, no. I'll no. No. Shut the no. fuck up. <laughs> All right, Caesar. <laughs> no, 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 no! <laughs> he said that from his soul. Yeah, he meant that. Shit. Uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, I think Caesar meant that. Oh, he meant that shit. <laughs> get a, get your hands off me, you damn bloody ape! <laughs> no! <laughs> Everybody got silent. Like, oh like, shit! Even the, even the apes are like, oh, this nigga serious. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love playing this. <laughs> you know Disney's thinking about doing a sequel or remake to that shit? Playing the Apes. I, mean, I, I love that shit. Just make it. A, on, just man. make it a Disney Plus original. You don't make it a movie. Just make it a series. That's I, gonna I take pay, a lot of money. I will pay for it anyways. Yep. I'll watch it. That's gonna yep. take a lot of money to do. I love. I love the you, new trilogy. You don't think Disney got that money? 
Seriously. Avatar money, Avengers money. Every time you watch Star ESPN, you pay Disney. We're watching it right now. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Anyway, ill topic of the week. It was the 2009 to 11 to 13, the triple XXL freshman classes. Double XL. Double XL freshman classes. Yeah. So. I wanted to go through. Uh, we examined it. We looked at 2012, and I was like, eh, that's kind of easy for the questions we're asking. So <laughs> it's making it a little bit more difficult. What was the 2012 one? <sighs> uh, French Montana. Mm. Uh, no. Iggy. No. no. Oh, no. French no, was no. a headliner. French like, yeah. dope, man. French Iggy. was a headliner. MGK, Hopson. Well, MGK uh, still Roscoe cool. Dash somehow made it after years oh, of being God. out. Yeah. Um, and then it just kind of went. And then who, who the fuck is this? No, it just kind of. A lot of guys fell the fuck off. Yeah. Well, shout out to MGK. He's still he's still alive. And yeah, he's, he's yeah. really rocking. Yeah. And Friends of Montana. Yep. And he, he, he just released her. Yeah. Like I said, they're, mm. like those are the headliners. It's just after that, it kind of just Angel Hayes. It just on it just one, got right? too yeah. It just got yeah, too yeah. easy for the questions we we're gonna ask. So I was like, right. Well, thirteen has some pretty strong members in that list, so let's just rock with that. Um, so we asked a few questions. Um, so listeners, of course, and then hip hop fans in general, they got to participate. Yep. And basically, we asked them to pick their favorite class, pick their least favorite class, and then pick their ten favorite rappers from all across the board mm-hmm. from these four classes. So, out of forty people that put their input in, eighty percent said that two thousand ten was the best class. I, I agree with that one. Yeah. I that's the one with Charles Hamilton, Wale, and all them. No, that's two thousand ten. Was the one with Nip. J. Yeah. Cole and all those that ones. one, yeah, 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 yeah. Now the ones with Wale and all them out of twenty three inputs, ninety one percent. The two thousand nine, that was, was the worst, worst one. one. Yeah, now that's wild. And after seeing the two thousand thirteen class, yeah, I agree because yeah, again, it makes you're just sense. looking at like the top three or four. The other guys just two thousand thirteen. The guys are still cooking. Yeah, I mean that sure. one was cool by Q, Absol, Travis Scott just dropped the classic in Astro World. Yeah, like, Charles you know, Hamilton's all cracked out of his mind. Asher Roth is just could barely get a retweet now. And I feel, bad, I, I, I feel bad for Blue because Blue yeah. had such a promising Kid Cudi. Now he's not even mm, doing anything. Kid Cudi's still rocking. Wale's still rocking. Charles Hamilton and Asheroff were the two fucking main standouts. I really thought they were going to be like the ones. But. That was like the question three people asked um, when I went to the Facebook groups to get responses. That was the first response. Where the fuck is Asher Roth at? <laughs> Asher, I still follow him on Twitter, dog. And he still drops music, but he has his own little cult following, and he's comfortable doing and just then, that. And then one of my boys, he threw a wild card. Shout out to Palmer. He was like, where the fuck's Diggy Simmons at? Because <laughs> Diggy was part of the 2011 yeah, class. Yeah, where right? is I was like, he's been around. I was like, he actually dropped a video about four months ago. Like, he's still mm-hmm. doing things. You know, he just... He's part of that Simmons brand. He ain't got to work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true, man. Yeah. Uh, he's he's hip hop royalty. Yeah, <laughs> 2009, man. I thought that was it. Mickey Fax was on that shit too. Yeah, Ugh, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, so they said so. 91 percent said that was the their least favorite class. And then when it came to compiling the rappers, um, I'm just going off of the tallies. So this is all based off of 32 people's input. Um, J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar both came in at the top, tied at 29. Obviously, uh, Nipsey is the third. Uh, behind them at 28 nods. Meek Mill at 22. Big Sean at 20. Uh, Big Crit and Schoolboy Q split at 18. Wale and Wiz Khalifa split at 16. And then J-Rock at 15. So that was the top 10. That, that sounds like the credible ass top 10. It Seriously, actually does. It, it really does. Because all yeah. 10 of them are still legit. Especially the first two. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, yeah. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, um, and then the ones that I believe 
just missed the cut if I'm looking at this properly. Um, I think it was Mac Miller, um, Freddie Gibbs, and then there was one other cat. They like barely, they were within range. It's just they, they fell throughout. Yeah. A lot of people, there were a couple people um, put Donison for Sean in at one apiece. They thought that they were in the top ten. Uh, I was like, as much as I like Fashawn, yeah, no, and I was but, like, Fashawn no. just is a, a product no. of being in you the know wrong place, wrong time, wrong, wrong situation, yeah, type yeah. deal. But even even with saying that, I agree. Like, no, nah. Donis disappeared. That he did. I don't know. It wasn't who was the one that was on. Um, who was the one that was on that was on MMG that disappeared? Pill, not pill. There was another nigga too. You know what I'm talking. Damn, you forgot about him too. You're talking about Stally, but Stally didn't disappear. Stally's been dropping records. We talked about three EPs last year with Stally. That is true. He's just very <laughs> yeah, serious. That's how quiet he's been. But I think mm. he's moved on to a point in his career where he's, he's he was really out of he's, the, yeah. He's good now. Yeah, like, he was out of place on MMG. Stally, he's to me, he wasn't only because that's when that's when Ross moved in and got Fat Trail and Tracy T. Yeah. Mm. Even though Stally was obviously on self-made too. Mm-hmm. So he, he still fit to me. Yeah. He was just along the Wale side of the spitting. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. He was MMG there. right now is like the shield. So it's like, it's only the top yeah. three. Yeah. But. I mean, yeah. They're, they're like, uh, they're like the core of DX. At the core of DX, it's always going to be Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels and that's it. Yeah. The end. Like this is the core. But then to later find out Pill wasn't even signed to MMG. He like, just disappeared. Just, as soon as he was done fucking with them. Gone. Yeah. Donald snapped. Yeah. That's, Ugh, that's sad. Yeah. B.O.B. Damn, he was on that too. Right. In 2009. Yep. Man, B.O.B., man. All he had to do was stay that mainstream lane. That's all he had to do. That was his lane. And then he wanted to flip it. Now he was talking. Now he was Wiz Khalifa f- took his lane. Who would have saw that? You <laughs> fuck saw that. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> his first album, I actually liked The Adventures of Bobby Ray. I actually liked that album. And the second one, it was like, okay, you made your lane. This is hella mainstream. Stay that lane. Yeah. Get, get on the Fast and the Furious style tracks. Yep. Do all this. Do all that ribbity rap rap because he can rap. And then all of a sudden, like, you decide to his third album. You know, I'm gonna get ratchet. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of shit is that? Even though I liked Headband. It yeah, just wasn't him. Yeah. It wasn't him. I was like, that's not... No. You're the Airplanes guy. It was Mr. Fab, though. Shout out to Mr. Fab. Yeah, right, Mr. Fab, right? Yeah. Got a plaque. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was actually pretty... <laughs> I was pretty impressed to see how many people fucked with the uh, Sci High and Currency. They mm. both ended up with seven apiece. Oh, I believe that. Uh, seven nods apiece. Yeah, that so, kind of makes sense. Yeah. I believe that. Um, so, I left it at that. I wanted, for us on the podcast... Uh, to respond to a different question. Okay. Which was how many classics do we believe that each class has? Okay, I'm looking at okay, I'm looking at 2009. Wale has can we count mixtapes too? I'm definitely counting mixtapes. Oh, you have to. Okay. So I'm counting all the, bodies this, of work. This is the mixtape yeah. era. Man. Oh, but, but, but I but I will right. but I will say this and this is how I look at it. I say the number of classics altogether with X amount being mixtapes. You know what I mean? So yeah, like yeah, for yeah. example like Eight classics with three being mixtapes. So, okay. So, yeah, so, I just like pointing okay. those out. So, Wale, in my opinion, has three. I'm looking at the 2010 one. 2009. Right? 2009. And Wale had the album, the mixtape about nothing. Of course. The mm-hmm. album about nothing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I feel Ambition. That's three. The Ambition just missed my cut because I went back yeah. and listened to it. And I was like, I prefer it over 
That one about nothing? Mm-hmm. But that one about nothing to me is just, it's there's it's no denying it. Yeah. yeah. And then there's, there's no denying. And I'm looking at Charles Hamilton. I want to say the Pink Lava Lamp, but I'm sure. Have you have you guys heard the Pink Lava Lamp? I said, no. no. Yep. Really I great album. Yeah, it's um, a great so album. I'll man. definitely, I'll definitely I'll... side with two of Wale's projects. Yeah. Get that. Um, Blue with Below the Heavens. Oh, is yeah. A fucking beautiful masterpiece. That it is. I will definitely count that. And that's why it makes it so much that much sadder on his, his status now. So that's so. two, three. So what about So currency? I'll say, I'll say Currency to me just, he has a lot of great albums just none of them were able to just get over that. Okay. Oh, we, gotta, we gotta say Kid Cudi. Unless Cuddy. you count How Fly, but then it's a duo. Yeah, you know exactly. Oh, we, we gotta count Kid Cudi, Man on the Moon. The first one. I'll give Cudi that. The first one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, so, I'll give Cudi that. So all around, Wale got two, Blue, that's one, and so four on two. So, yeah, well, so I believe, yeah, four is... That's where I was at with that one. Okay. Um, 2010, Alrighty. I will... I will... Oh, shit. Here we go. I'm going to go out and say that, for me, there is nine with five of them being mixtapes. Whoa. Okay, so for me... That's I'm, a lot, man. So, J. Cole, yeah. that's the warm-up, mm-hmm. Friday Night Lights. You got it. And, and 2014, Forest Hill Drive. Yep. You hit all three of mine for J. Cole. And then, Nipsey, that's y'all. Uh, dude, Nipsey, this, this I is got... This tough, man, because, I mean... I, I feel a certain way with certain mixtapes. You know what I Nipsey, mean? Nipsey, I got uh, Victory I got Victory Lap and Crenshaw. All right, that's see. I would throw Mailbox Money in there. Mailbox Money was great, but it was just again, it's just something yeah. about Crenshaw. Like I, like I said, this is where it's me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. I have an attachment to his music, so I mean, there's that. Oh yeah, it's, but it's, I'll, I'll agree with you. Side note, J Cole fans, sorry, Born Center ain't it. No. <laughs> Not even close. I just wanted to say that. Not even oh, close. Shit. But he got three, huh? Yeah. And then Wiz. So, so, for, so, for Nip- mm-hmm. so, so for Nipsey, it's two. Two. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Wiz is what? Christian OJ. So that's two. Beautiful masterpiece with that one. So that's one for Wiz, and that's yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say OJ the Juice, man. Fuck that. Um, uh, for Big Sean, I got two. That's uh, Dark Detroit, Sky Paradise. Dark Sky Paradise, yep. Hey, but OJ the Juice Man does have a classic. What? His ad lib. Anyway. Hey, hey, okay, okay. okay. And J Rock. Half a brick. What about J Rock? J Rock, unfortunately, I don't see having a classic. You don't think Redemption? I don't think Redemption is a classic. I think Redemption is a great album. I I put Redemption as a classic. I I definitely put it up there. Only because it was the first three tracks for me where it was, it just. Just didn't sound like they all intertwined with each other. Uh, I'm putting Redemption in. And then it kind of. There's like one or two tracks towards when we get to the ending. So yeah. just overall for me. So Freddie, like it, it's up there. Don't be what wrong. What about Freddie Gibbs? He's Gibbs, I would say, has one. And it's I've seen a consensus when it comes to Gibbs. It's always one of the following three. Mm-hmm. It's either Pinata, which was with Mad Lib, mm-hmm. Shadow of a Doubt, which was released that same year, mm-hmm. or it's Bandana, which got this year. I mm-hmm. did not realize how well-received that album was until yeah. I was going through Gibbs shit. Mm-hmm. There's like three... Um, publications that have that gave it like a perfect score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I did not know it was. I knew like it was for me. It was gonna be one of the top albums this year. I just didn't know it was reaching that. Oh, right, right, so right. Pretty much nah, all together. That's, that's what I've been hearing. So yeah. Freddie Gibbs got what one? To me, he has one. It just matters. It just goes just, along with different people. Like yes. different people say like, which one you prefer. So yeah. one for Freddie Gibbs. Me and Martin Phil J Rock got one. I'm not mad at it. Like yeah. I'm not gonna call you guys crazy for yeah, it. Like so that's two. a great fucking album okay, to me. Two. So so I'll count it. Nipsey got two. Wiz got one. That's one, two, three, four, five, six. So then all we got for all we're doing is on J Rock. That's they got ten with six of them, with uh, five of them being mixtapes. So that's ten. Yeah. All righty, that's a good one. We so got that. 
Think it's 2011. Whoa, whoa, time out. What? Nothing for Big Sean? Oh, we said that, too. Oh, Detroit, Detroit, Scott I Paradise, and then we said Detroit. I must have missed that shit. Stay <laughs> off the weed. <laughs> like, I was, like, looking through. I was like, oh, y'all didn't say nothing about Big Sean. What the Alrighty. fuck? No, we brought All up right. Big Sean right so, after. Now, right around yeah, I'm, I must have missed that one. 2011. All right, Kendrick. All four. <laughs> <laughs> just four. That's, 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 without, that's without just question. Just four off top. I, yeah. Um, um, as uh, YG got one, yeah. Mm. As a member of Big Crit's uh, stand base. Oh my God, Meek! What the Ooh, hell? Shit! As part of Crit's stand base, I got three. I'm looking at I'm looking at Meek right now. Wait, he which one's like a weirdo? That's one. Oh yeah, yeah. That picture <laughs> does not do his. Oh yeah, no, his career justice. No, no, oh, no. God, Meek! What will you? Even he's like, why do I look like a fucking handicapped guy, man? He probably was celebrating that. The PO that the judge let him get to go to this mm-hmm. fucking event. Shit. Yeah. As we later find out, you know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so um, crit. Uh, the wide consensus with all the fans in terms of his album, Catalactica. Fans and critics alike is Catalactica. Like mm-hmm. that's his highest yeah. ranked album. Right. Um. So that's for the albums. As far as his tapes go, Return of Forever and King Remembered in Time. Yep. Me. Return of Forever. Yep. Right there with you. Uh, YG got one. Kendrick, of course, four. Yeah. Crick uh, got three, you said? Yeah, three. Meek, okay, we got, if we count the mixtapes, Dream Chasers, uh, two. two. So that's the one. The second one. Yeah, that's what I said. That, 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 that's, where, that's where it ends with me. That's Dream it. Chasers, two. All right, well. Yeah. Maybe championships, but whatever. We'll see how it ages later on. I mean, it's just, there's, you there's s- just still too much filler for me. I, I'm looking yeah. at Yellow Wolf, and I want to say Trunk Music, because I really fucked with Trunk Music. I didn't the include, very first one. I did not include Yellow Wolf as mm-hmm. my white rapper, but I included Mac Miller's Watching Movies with the Sound Off. What about Swimming? It just missed that for me. But watching movies with the sound off to me is a... That's a classic. God damn, they had Fred the Godson on this fucking cover. I still can't believe that shit happened. He had good potential, too, because that motherfucker could rap. I know he can. He could seriously. So, all around for 2011, four... I had... Seven, I had 12, nine... Four of them being tapes. Because, see, I see Cy High, to me, has two. Cy High? What the fuck is Cy High? What the fuck? I didn't realize you... Yeah. Oh, my God, the one holding the ruler. Yep. yep. Wow, that's a bad... Damn, they're going to look back at these pictures like, what the fuck was I thinking? Especially young, you, Meek. Young what tops. were you thinking? Young whippersnappers, man. I mean, Just Kr- happy to be there. I mean, um, Kendrick looked like he's just about to go spaz on somebody. Yeah. Look at him just sitting there. He's like, just chilling, man. I'm going to kill somebody. He's like, y'all about to die right now. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, mean, we, I don't want to be too biased, but you know, Lil B, everything he touches is classic. So, you know. Yeah, you know. He's so that's guy. infinite. It's, yeah, he's, yeah, so he's infinite. Yeah, he's so infinite. 2011 classic. is just infinite mm-hmm. classics. Lil B the bass guy, baby. But honestly, uh, yeah. But all in all, with Sci High, um, No Dope on Sundays, and yeah, then that's Black History Project, the first one. Mm, that's, uh, that's that two. that oh my god that okay. safe I can still blast that shit to this so day. All around, so all around, I had around. twelve with four of them being tapes. Because okay. I, you know, that a lot of people sense. still confuse Section Eighty as a tape, and I'm like, fam, that's a, that's an album. I, well, yeah, uh, you're saying four on which call on Kendrick? Kendrick, yeah. What if you count OD? Section, huh? I don't count OD. OD. Nah, nah. To me, he was to me he was finding his footing. It's yeah. again like these Once are again attachment. My yeah. bad. Yeah. No, no, it's just all right. <laughs> all right. It happens to all of us. Am I going? Am I going? Am I going to defend it when I'm talking about Kendrick as a whole? You damn right I am. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Motherfucker, right? The hard part two is on there. You motherfucker. Same. So, you know, I'm definitely going to go to bat and defend it. I'll definitely go to bat and defend Kendrick Lamar EP. Oh yeah. It's just when I'm hard. thinking of classics, he was building. He. I just look at it like 
It's just his process. He had mm. to get there to get right. to Section 8. Right, right, right. No, I, I, I get you. I oh, get right. You. This class, this is a weak class, but still cool. They still got classics in here, though, to me. Oh, yes, I, I'm looking at Schoolboy, and that's... You call Oxymoron a classic? No, but I call Blank Face LP a classic. Sorry, yes. I, I, I call that shit, too. Yeah, that's a classic. Go, I would flip that, I personally. See, I would and until, I replayed, until I replayed both of them back-to-back, mm. and I was like, ooh, ooh. There's tracks on Oxymoron that I'm skipping, and it's not the same. I'm like... I was, I put more emphasis on hands on the wheel and my hating joint and joints like that and then didn't anticipate falling into some of the stuff that I did remember. Oh shit, these were filler joints here. Mm. Versus Blank Face LP. Yeah. I let that shit knock and there's probably one or two tracks throughout that you can feel 50-50 on, but overall. So Blank Face and Habits and Contradictions. I wouldn't put Habits and Contradictions. As a what? You wow. Nah. <laughs> Wow, that's yeah. two great album. I just wow, put it as a classic. Uh, I'm looking at um, Absol though. I would put Control System. Oh yeah, oh yeah, three for sure. Yeah, I'm um, looking at who else? Uh, Travis fucking... Scott's on here, so Astro World. What the fuck is Travis Scott at? Bro, Bro with you're fucking, not gonna recognize that, yeah, him. The hand on his face because he ain't got. He got. Oh my god, yeah. That was when he was first I, was say, I was gonna say Rodeo. Rodeo and Astro World. Rodeo is amazing, but Astro World is just yes. That's the bona fide classic. Oh, now you actually like Astro Road now. Yes, huh? I said that a long time ago. And then one that people forget, but <laughs> Joey it is. Joey Badass was here. 1999. That's mm. the one people always seem to forget. And I'm like, man, that's a classic ass mixtape. Yep. Period. That's a bona fide. Yeah. It is logic. Yeah. So with the. Yeah. Chief yeah, <laughs> yeah. Keith is on oh, here, so you want to say the other album he was on? Because I don't think. I, don't, I never cared about the album. Finally, Everyone uh, was finally famous, finally rich, finally some shit. I hated that album, Finally, but... Yeah, no, I fuck with that album. I like that album. It's just not a classic. Yeah, but they still bring it up. They, the people. Um, if somebody Damn. told me that they felt Logic's uh, The Incredible True Story was a classic, I'm not going to be mad at it. I, I Yeah, I, I really see that. fuck with that album. Yeah, I, I could definitely I see that. I just don't view it as that. I feel it as his peak of his mm. career. But I'm not going to be mad just based on how much I actually fuck with the album. Right. It's the same thing I feel about Redemption. You guys say it's a classic. I'm not going to go against you because I really fuck with it. It's it's just on the cusp for me. So when somebody says it is, it's like, eh, it's only missing my mind by a few points. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, if it, when you include that, I would say five with one of them being the tapes, which is 1999. So all around, you had the most classics. What year? 2011. You can thank Kendrick. (laughs) Yup. Well, shit. Kendrick and Crit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn. But these were these were great topics and discussions to have because I mean you just look through history and it's like these four classes. I mean if that's what we're going off of, four, five, nine, ten. So there's nineteen. Like there's thirty one classics in the midst of these four classes. Hey man, that's incredible. That is fucking crazy. That's great. That's yeah. No, like that is insanely good. Mm-hmm. Tremendously good. I was so, gonna say, well, who's on this year's last year's class? Last year's or this year? Last year. No, Triple X was. Triple X. Who was the... YVN Namir? Yeah, he was there. Who was the female representation? No, I don't think there was no female. Because hmm. they had one. No, I think there was somebody. Kamaya, wasn't it? I, that's what I was thinking, but I wasn't... It was Kamaya. It was sure. Kamaya. Yeah. Yeah. It was Kamaya. PMB Rock. Yep. Wasn't um, uh, A Boogie with the hoodie on there? Yep. Mm. Looking back, it wasn't so bad. Yeah, like, it wasn't. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think like, the last two few, years, yeah. I think the last two years, we've pretty much been in like 
it's blah. not bad. Like, Hell well, I mean, not for, it's not for us, but it's yeah, not bad. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I remember last year, specifically, we were kind of like, who the fuck is, who, who's this, who's this? Yeah. But now that we, looking back at it, like, yeah. you kind of see those people were right. showing up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it I'm was, looking it, right yeah. now. I see Ski Master Slum God. J.I.D. was on there. Oh, shit. That yeah, for sure it was. Smoke yeah. Purple yeah. was on here. Block Boy JB. Uh, Trippy Red was on here. Trippy uh, Red's not bad. I, actually, I listened to the album this week. And what did you think of it? It's, it's just like the last one you dropped last year. It was pretty damn good. Some like, people are telling me this shit was trash. And I'm like, no, nah, it was pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I got some opinions from... Uh, from those who listen to us and they trust our views and we pretty much all fall in line with certain things they were listening to like yo my g like i'm an old head but this trippy red kid like yeah he's man. got something man i fuck with it i was watching some youtube reaction reaction shit and they were saying like fucking uh needle drop he said it was trash he said not good i'm like what sean c said it was not good i'm like what and i was like well shit we all got different ears yeah mm. but round of applause to all these classes man uh, all these guys i mean from what six or seven to ten years, from this this decade, what they've all produced. Yeah, trippy. Yeah, that's. I mean, JID was on the 2018 class. Yeah. I'm looking at now. I'm looking at 20, 2017. You was on the 2017. I'm a little dicky on that one, with Anderson Pack, and we were like, Anderson Pack's a rapper. Okay. Oh, this was that year. Yeah, Kamaya, Triple X. Uh, I'm looking at. I see. I see. I see Triple X, Kamaya, uh, the dude from fucking what was that one movie that came out the oh, fucking Kyle 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 <laughs> fucking ugly god and I like I like Cat Kyle G. Kyle's cool yeah he can actually rap he it's can. just I I don't connect to his raps yeah you know yeah. what I mean yeah Damn, he's, a, he's a less oh, imposing chance the rapper very yeah he doesn't like you know what he's about he's a good clean shaven guy but he doesn't force it on you it's just who he is yeah Cap G what the fuck happened to him Exactly, nah. and Kamaya, man, when the hell is she gonna drop her fucking debut album? I don't know. Because it's getting no to that clue. point that that window no is kind of getting kind of. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Damn well, shame Drake and Nicki passed up on that shit because they thought they were too big for that, and both of them don't got classics. Ain't that about a bitch? Well, yeah. Speaking no, of that, speaking of that, <laughs> so far. If, if you have another reason that you want to hate on Jay, <laughs> look no further than Benny the Butcher. <laughs> Why? Man, the Butcher came out in an interview and said that he had a conversation with Jay and Jay advised him to turn down this year's XXL Freshman. <laughs> Jay just turning everyone to I got to do Hope's voice. He got to do... I mean, I'm trying to do his voice. I can't do his voice, but... Yeah, they he did an, he did an interview that about title. it. And he was like, he's like, on one hand, he's like, I got... He's like, I got the vision. Like, I knew what he was saying where it's like, you know, make them come to you. He's like, but at the same time, I'm just looking at it like, motherfucker, that's a look did for I, me. Did I make a bad decision? Because this is what I've been working for. Hope Taylor James' career. Hope Taylor Travis Scott don't do the Super Bowl. Hope <laughs> Taylor Travis Scott, nah, don't do the Super Bowl. Hope Taylor JD, nah, don't do that deal. <laughs> Buddy the Butcher, don't go to Double XL. Yeah, I'm gonna buy all that shit. Then you do it. Yeah, shit. That's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. Shit, he gonna make XXL Buffalo and let put Benny in charge of this shit. <laughs> Now you can be in all the hip-hop quotables. Dude, I like was... like Benzino. Speaking of that, motherfucker. <laughs> tell me why I was randomly looking back at the whole Eminem versus Benzino shit. And I remember that whole shit. You remember how it became Double XL versus mm-hmm. fucking The Source? It was like Republicans versus fucking Democrats. <laughs> and I was just like... And it got to the point where Elliot Wilson said, fuck it. I'm going to give Shade 45 their own fucking magazine. And I was like, okay, there's a limit. I was just like... And that shit lasted for one issue. One issue. I stuck I to Vibe. Never saw it again. I stuck to Vibe because it was right in the middle. But 
I miss man. I miss. I like reading XXL when it came time to cover the beef. Oh yeah, especially with Elliot Wilson. Hell I yeah. was not going to vibe when it was time to cover the beef. Oh, you remember yes. the whole interview with Eminem and Fifty yeah. and that man? Yeah, the one where Dre's in the Sean Black. John suit, M's mm-hmm. in the, the cutoff Jordan. with the do rag, oh, and then Fifty shirt rag, do rag M. Yep. Oh man, why did M wear them do rags? He had do no not waves. question the legend of do rag M, my nigga. <laughs> he had no waves, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> the most impeccable, powerful white boy to ever touch a mic. That was gangster. Not M. Slim Shady. Not Eminem. Not Marsh Not Matters. Matters, but Durag M. That was Gangsta M. Yes. That was Gangsta Era M, where M was rapping about pistols and shit. Yeah. Not knives or chainsaws, but pistol whipping people. Yeah. Good times. Very good times. <laughs> <laughs> the whole shady aftermath fucking... Speaking of good times, are you guys ready for... Good times. ...powerful niggardry? Ah, uh, shit. Oh, yeah. There's powerful niggardry at work, Ken. Oh, boy. Powerful niggardry, man. Hmm. Uh, Let's hang, on, hang on, I want to cue this up. Hang on, man, because I, I got to cue it up properly. Oh, you got shit, all the fucking shit, shit ready shit, to go. Yeah. Huh? yeah, just bear with me one moment. We live, people. Bear with me one moment. All right, so a report came out <laughs> that a man oh my God. Okay. was arrested. <laughs> Where? In what the bedroom of his apartment with his girlfriend over a case... Of role playing in the bedroom. And this is where the niggardry starts. Ah, shit. A white man in Florida, of course, mm. of course, has of course. reportedly been arrested after becoming aggressive and spitting in his girlfriend's face after she suggested, she suggested, which so he's white, she's black, uh-huh. she suggested they partake in a racially charged bedroom role play scenario. What kind of role play was it? Oh, let's get into it. 37-year-old Kenneth Atkins was arrested in the couple's bedroom during the early hours of Tuesday morning, August 13th. Authorities claim Atkins spat in the face of his 35-year-old girlfriend, Ashley Edwards. The altercation was reportedly prompted by Edwards' request to pretend to be a slave and have Atkins be her slave master in a sexual role-play scenario. Atkins objected to the proposal, saying he didn't want to participate in the fantasy and became verbally aggressive. An argument ensued with Edwards, later telling police that Atkins spit in her face. He reportedly told authorities no physical confrontation took place and denied the allegations. According to officers in a probable cause affidavit, Edwards did not appear injured, and she refused to provide police with a statement of the incident, claiming she didn't want her boyfriend to be arrested. However, Atkins was still arrested for misdemeanor battery and booked into the county jail before being released the following day. An arraignment over the matter is scheduled for September 8th, according to court documents. Oh, yeah. There is powerful niggardry at work here. Fam. What the fuck, man? A scenario about slave master and slave that wasn't brought to the bedroom by a white person. I have nothing to say. It was the black person that wanted to live out this fantasy. I have nothing to say. Now, I've been on this podcast on live air at one point saying that I have participated in slave and the master's wife. So I get that. But slave master and the slave. Rewind. I said this live. I just just hearing it just like I said this when Ivana was on. I know. <laughs> That's a little different context. There was no name calling and no hardy R involved. It was just you know quite feeling the jungle fever and jump into that. This on the other hand sounded like she wanted to be whipped, chained, hardy R's and all that shit. 
and he spat, <laughs> spat in her, her face on some Triple H shit. Get that image uh, in your head. But there's more. There's what else? What? You guys familiar with Chris Cuomo? Oh, that's the, the CNN guy. Yeah. Yeah. So he got into an altercation uh, with uh, with somebody. Uh, dude ended up calling Chris uh, Fredo. In reference to uh, Fredo Corleone from the Godfather franchise. Oh, okay. And this really sent Chris to a whole other level because he wanted to beat his ass. Oh, he got out sensitive, huh? And, you know, just wanted to go there. And then when they asked asked him why, Chris stated that calling an Italian Fredo is the equivalent to calling a black man the N-word. What kind of shit is that? Yeah, that's pretty fucking dumb. Can you imagine how I felt? When I got on the social media last week and saw Fredo was trending, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what's going on with the Godfather. Ooh. <laughs> and I <laughs> uh, Never mind. Nope. And I hope. And that was that. Yeah. And then if you want to include one more oh, incident with, uh, with that, Marlon Wayne's dropped another movie on Netflix. I see oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> and powerful niggardry at Usually work. Usually someone camp. else says that. I just like just I saw that shit and it was on. Uh, I, I it was like I looked at it and I watched the entire trailer. It was called what's it called? Sex Tuplets. Sex Tuplets. Where he plays all six roles of, mm-hmm. of oh, siblings that were separated at birth. Trailer on TV and shit. <sighs> I looked at that and I'm like, I didn't watch it. I was like. This is why I'm going to Amazon Prime. So I'm going to Hulu. Get your was, shit together. I Netflix. was tempted because I just wanted to see how bad it was. Oh, and the reason but, why I didn't watch was because I didn't get to ask Larissa in time because she actually likes the movie Naked. So that's I a like good one, though. It would be up her alley since Marlon was in it. Mm. I just wanted to see it just to be like, how bad is this? I like Naked. Pause. It was alright. It was alright. It was alright. It was a good and, concept. And, Karina, it was just... and actually, Karina told me this movie was not that bad either. So. We gotta give it out to the Wayne. You gotta put some trust in the Wayne's brothers, man. I have trust in the Wayne's brothers, not when they're solo. Unless what was the best? What was what's a unless good Marlon? Keenan. Well, Keenan doesn't do a lot of movies. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, but Keenan is the one with the well, track record for doing joint solo, hey, and he can, you know, he David Wayne's. I was about to say David Wayne's. He gave us major pain. No, I'm talking about Keenan behind the scenes. Keenan doesn't necessarily oh, okay. have to be in the movie. Oh, okay. just Keenan producing. Okay, but David Wayne's gave Damon is the actor for out of them for sure. He gave us major pain without question. Uh, the Wayne's brothers with they gave a scary movie. Uh, don't Marlon, be a menace. Don't be a menace, of course. Of mm, course. Yes. Uh, the mo first, money. the first, mo, mo money, mo money, mo oh, money. Shit. Yeah. Another like I said, the is. Wayne's brothers as a collective. Oh, what about um the cool. Sixth Man? At the Wayne's brothers as a collective. No, but that was just one. Yeah. Marlon was in. Marlon that. was in it, but they I later found out that one or two of them had some. Well, they were part of the the negotiation for Marlon, where they got to write something. Hey, Marlon could have been Robin. You know that story, right? Yep. You know that story, Marlon. What? In Batman Returns, when Tim Burton was still like running the show, he wanted Marlon to be Robin, and he was this close to being him. He was in costume design. They had action figures ready to go and everything. Huh. But then Joe Schumacher took over for Batman. They didn't yeah. have him in Batman Returns, but. Batman, the third Batman movie, yeah, was Robin say, was going to be in. Joe Schumacher took over. Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he took over for Batman Forever and mm-hmm. replaced him. But he still got he still got paid for it. But well, that's tight. They yeah. went to we're calling for a dream. We're, oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. But the Wayne, but the Wayne's got nothing to do with that. 
Yeah, that was like the you know, cranium of a. That dream. wasn't really a comedy. I'm I'm more so yeah. speaking on their comedy. Mm. Yeah, that was a serious. I'm surprised he had to do more serious movies. Yeah, that's on, have you seen that movie, Recreation of a Dream? Actually, no, I haven't. I've that's heard one. That's a, that's a that's a cult it, classic. Yeah, it's I've a movie. It. Just you got to go into it like fairly open minded. No, you want me? I'm gonna. That's why I was like, you're not getting high watching that because that's gonna blow your high. Yeah, it's gonna blow your high. That's why I was gonna ask. Should I tell you to watch it high? Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> I hey man. It'll it'll help you smoke shit. afterwards. Like you'll have all the motivation in the world to just, smoke afterwards. Just uh, don't shit. do it beforehand. Just don't do cocaine. Yeah, no. Yeah, or Ridlin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just do weed. Yeah. Even then. That's all I do. But uh, speaking of Netflix, um, <laughs> well, not Netflix. Oh yeah. Yeah. They should. Dave Chappelle is coming back. Special next next week next Monday yeah, yeah. next Monday as we're talking yep. they, yeah I forgot what it's called but I saw the trailer and I saw fucking God was talking aka Morgan Freeman and yeah. all of a sudden it's a comedy event I'm like oh so he got more yeah okay good for Dave Chappelle I'm all the way in I don't have to ask more questions just let me know when it drops at midnight on go Sunday going into Monday and we good meanwhile get that notification yeah meanwhile it's all good Disney's still loading the clip yay David Tommy Davidson he's looking old as fuck. He, had, he pretty much announced prematurely that the Proud family is returning. Yes. Wonderful. Great news. To Disney Plus. Disney Plus exclusive. Disney uh, Disney confirmed it. I don't know how they're going to do it. I hope it's when, what's her name, Penny's in college or something. I hope so, too. And somebody, people brought up a great point. They were like, we want an HBCU. And I'd be like, that'd be a great mm. angle to go with. Because obviously, BB and CC would be around middle mm-hmm. school at that time. But I am curious about one thing. What? Are they going to let Orlando Brown come back? Oh, oh shit! <laughs> I am very curious about that. No. <laughs> well, he is. They say he is cleaning up though, and he's in rehab. And I hope. I, I mean, I hope that they dangled this in front of him and said, "Clean up, and you can come back." I hope they did that for him. It would I be hope nice so too. Because if not, if not, I would just rather. I would prefer that they just get on. I would love to see Kyla Pratt come back. Like really, she's like she's really the one that out of the kids. Necessary to come back. Everybody else, they can kind of just. She still looks the same. The voice. Kyra Pratt still, even though she's like in her mid thirties and has a kid, she still looks the fucking she's same. She's dating or she's married to one of the dudes from Black Ink Compton. Uh, wow. Speaking mm. of marriage, she like somebody told me that she was popping up in episodes on there. Speaking oh, of sad. marriage, that motherfucker from Pretty Ricky is yeah. fucking married to what's her name, Cynthia Brown? Centoria Brown. Centoria Brown. Brown. That was the most random shit I ever saw. Did you know who he was married to before her? Who? Pam from Total. What the fuck? Huh? <laughs> What kind of shit is that? Yeah. This was the motherfucker that when like the last uh the last hinges of Pretty Ricky. So mm-hmm. this is obviously after Pleasure P had already left. Mm, yeah. I think this was like I don't even think they released an album with this guy mm. as a member. Mm. But he at the time he was going by lingerie and then I guess he changed his name. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, you think that's something, fam. <laughs> when uh when, when Blue Diamond started his uh his female group. Uh-huh. Let me pull this shit up because I got. I I need to know exactly the names. Talk about grinding on me. That's what the fuck he's been doing with old girl. Grinding them draws. She's yeah. You mean baby blue? Baby blue. Thank you. Yeah. I think blue diamonds <laughs> gonna take me to a porno. No, yeah. Be be careful. <laughs> but we'll take your word on it, JC. Nah, this is too late. I've already opened my mouth. I gotta I gotta tell you. I guess, man. I gotta tell you the female group. What the f- and the the names of each. Member of this female group. Something from Vivid, if you know what I mean. Oh, fam. If you know, you know. If you know, (laughs) you you know. No. Let me. Can you find it? Please. We're going long. 
Please let me Plus. find this. Got ten seconds. Nine. Don't put don't put that time <laughs> shit on me. We're going long already, man. I'll pause this motherfucker and come back. <laughs> Dude, after the show's over, like, okay, I got it. <laughs> like when the show's all over, you add it in like at the very last second. You find it? I think so, yeah. I think their name was like Baby Cream or some shit like that. Oh my god, what? Okay. Yeah. So the Rock, <laughs> y'all keep talking. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna keep looking for this shit. So the Rock I'm, I'm got married. To find this now. The Rock, got, the Rock got married to a white girl, Lauren, his long term girlfriend, Lauren Hashin, Hashin, and they had a secret ceremony out in Hawaii. I saw it this morning. In this past Monday. Yeah, and I've said this once. I'm gonna say it again. You notice how in all of Rock's movies, not all of them, but mainly mm. all of them, always white chicks. No, no other. All his love interests have always been white, except one. Uh, yeah, you pointed this out. The girl from <laughs> from um, the game plan. Yep. Yeah. She's bad. That. Yeah, she was. Wasn't she in um, Rush Hour Two? Yeah, she was in Rush Hour Two. Yes, she mm-hmm. had the uh, Snoopy. Yeah. <laughs> you still looking for this shit, man? Oh yeah. Okay. Because it's so asinine to like just <laughs> go here, like. It's gotta be said. If I don't find well, it, I'll say it next you week. You saying asinine was <laughs> asinine to hear. That's <laughs> a big word, man. So anyway, there was some craziness going on in Philadelphia. Six police officers got shot. That shit was wild. Oh my god! It was and then to find dude? out who did it, it was a nigga that did it. Well, hmm. like, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. You Let's go to the next. You story. Got, no, 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 Cause I want to say something. That's not supposed to be our role, but you, why are you uh, playing that uh, role? I'm not going to keep my mouth shut. Yeah. Anyway, anyway in other semi-great news, Eric Garner kind of got some justice. They fired the former police officer that fucking choked him. What's his name? Daniel... How do you say his last name? I don't know, and I don't fuck give him. a fuck. Yeah, they finally fired Honestly. his ass after fucking five years. I found it. The women's group name was Buttercream. And the name of the members was Butterfly, Hot Butter, Butter Baby, and Cocoa Butter. Of course. I told you, wasn't it worth the wait? I told you it was some ass night shit where you were just like, damn, huh? I hate to agree with you. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I knew it was. I knew it had something to do with cream, buttercream. And finally, as we're talking, it's almost 9 o'clock right now. Little Brother is dropping their comeback album, May the Lord Watch. I don't know if it's a single or album, but they're alluding it's an album. So by the, We're almost done right now. It's almost 9 o'clock West Coast time, which means midnight in the East Coast. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty much, as we're talking... As soon as we get out of here, we're going to open up Apple Music and see. Or Tidal. Or Spotify. Or something. Or yeah. YouTube Music. Everything. Well, how about everything where fucking Reasonable Doubt is... But not Apple. Like, not Apple Music or Spotify. <laughs> I was a fucking asshole for that, man. Like, I know he had nothing to do with it, but it's like, dude, you can't make, you cannot make a perfect. Hey, come on, that's what I'm saying. Well, I know he has nothing to do I with mean, it, but come on, man. Like, kind of did have something to do with it. I mean, it went through his distribution. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's just like NFL shit, shit. But it's like you can't make a perfect playlist on Apple or Spotify, especially on Spotify. You don't got nothing. You got nothing except Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce and the Carters. Yeah, that. I keep saying Hope should be even more of an asshole just edit his verses out all the featured verses on the Spotify <laughs> that should be crazy like if you if you want to hear me you better listen to Apple Music and title Hope he should get a stand in to do his verses 
Oh, that'd be Angus. fucking horrible. Or yeah, An- what's his name? Angus Angelo? What the fuck his name? You never, you, oh, you never heard of him, huh? huh? There's this dude named in the what? In I think it was New York back in 2001, 2002, named Angelo or, An- or whatever. Whole fan. If he if he hear this, you know what I'm talking about. This dude literally, he's like the realest. Like sounds like Tupac. Oh, that's his realist. Yeah, mm. he literally sounds like Hove with the voice. He literally sounds like him. Don't look like him at all, but he literally sounds like him. Angzy. Angzy. <laughs> no, but it's Angelo, Angus, some shit like that. But I remember that. Whole thing. Angus Khan. Angus Khan, huh? It was a C O N, Angus Khan. Anyway, this is running long. So, this is episode 147. Yes, sir. Of the Illogical Sense Podcast. You can always follow us on the Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at MrBusby4, lowercase o8. You can follow the Instagram at the Illogical Sense. And, of course, you can follow us on the Facebook. And, of course, on the Twitter at TheIllogicalSP. Yep. And I appreciate everybody that gave the feedback. Uh, we'll have another topic this week. Something that I want to do just to keep everybody entertained, keep everybody talking. Um, of course, you can follow me on all social media, JC No Still got a lot of good response. Like, I didn't realize a lot of people kept that Nipsey playlist. Like, a lot of oh, people yeah. saved that playlist. Well, that was one yeah, of the best playlists. You and that Missy Elliott playlist. Was I played that Nipsey one, like, legit every other week, if not every week. Nice. So, what I, I did was I already shuffled. No, I played in order. Okay, good. So what yeah. I did was uh, what the fuck. <laughs> <Let's make sure. laughs> so what I did was I added uh, I added twelve more tracks to get to forty six because I'm kind of just waiting to see up what until else? his birthday if they drop something mm. in terms of po- uh, a first post Thomas release, and yeah. then if it gets there, and if not, because the plan is to get it to sixty for obvious reasons. Ah, yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because there's enough there. I the first time the reason why I did it thirty four the first time was because. He would have been his 34th year of life. Mm, right. This one, I got up to 46 just to get to the three-hour mark, so there really was a significance with that number. Mm. But eventually the plan is to get to 60 to, yeah, you know, obviously. have that. But I appreciate everybody for tuning in and listening to that. Uh, business as usual again this week. There'll be a new one up uh, fresh on Thursday. And, uh, yeah, two more weeks of this uh, no red meat joint left. And you can eat all I'm the meat you want. I'm going to Popeye's. Get, get that damn sandwich. Get that chicken sandwich. Everyone's talking Popeyes, about that damn sandwich. Wingstop. Wingstop. <laughs> Why are you talking about my business, my G? What's hey, up? Man, I know how this shit go, bro. I got one place I'm going to, and I know it's I know it's wrong, but I don't give a fuck. I am going. Where? Hometown Buffet. Oh my yeah, I don't know about that one. Dog. I don't give a fuck. I don't blame Listen, you. I know what I know what you're coming you, from. What I would personally write if I what I would do. Bring your own plates. No, I ain't even talking about fucking. I ain't talking about that place, man. Fuck that place. <laughs> nah, but hit up Wingstop. Hit up Chick Fil A. Hit up. You messed up my order. No, I mean I'm not. The, I'm not putting up, in any specific day order, up, but I'm just saying those three. The you know day I mean? up. So this is. I actually found it. I found the technicality. Go. I stopped eating chicken at 9 p.m. at the end of last month, which was midnight that time. Uh, so because of that, I found a little loophole where when it hits 9 p.m. our time. Oh, you August 31st, <laughs> I have completed it for 31 days. I'm going straight to Wingstop. Mm. The next day, I will then enjoy the Chick-fil-A bird sandwich. There you go. And then later on that evening, I'm going to fuck with my guts, and I'm going to go to Hometown Buffet. buffet. Yes. Okay, this is yeah. all making I sense now. Yeah. when I went to Hometown Buffet, me and my mom went to Hometown Buffet years ago. It was the last time we ever went. We were cool. We were like, let's go to Hometown Buffet for dinner. We went there. 
and we're eating, and we look to our side, and we see this family with this big old Jabba the Hutt fat bitch sitting there. God eating. damn. It's the best way to describe her, man. And her kids were just going, just making messes, going around, and they were just feeding her and feeding her like the Method Man shit. Oh, just my feeding God. Her and feeding you and feeding you. When I, was, uh, when I was in middle school, my boy said he found, uh, he found the music teacher there. Said he had eight plates stacked, and he was still going. God. <laughs> Whoa. That's just gluttony. And if I don't remember, me and my mom saw that shit, and we saw the mess, and we just looked at the film. We was like, "Yeah, we ain't never coming back here." Yeah. But you can do that. I mean, it's good. It's 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 hey, good man, for what you go for, yeah. what you pay for. Like you know, just go all out. Yeah. And I, and I'm not gonna be paying out. They got a nice. They have a nice fucking style. Uh, you just bar. said you're going to hometown buffet. <laughs> How are you not gonna be picking out? <laughs> There's a nice variety, my uh, man. Like, it's not just get the fuck. It's not variety. just pork and chicken. They got good salads. They got some nice wholesome pasta. They got the ice cream. You know what I'm saying? They got the ice cream, the cookies, the brownies. Yeah, all right. Now, think about this. You just said all this shit. Motherfucker, you, be out, you about to be picking out. I just said I'm also bringing Tupperware, too. You're going to be picking out when you get home. <laughs> shit. No, I'm going to be picking day. out before I get here for the podcast. Say your shit. Oh, yeah. Follow me on all my social media. At Beats Be Killing Them. Mm-hmm. And search Venomous on all your digital streaming platforms. Spelled V-N-M-S. And stream my shit. Listen to my shit. You know what? Give me back. Give me some feedback. Give me what I want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, let me know what, what you think. Yeah. Give me a hell yeah. Look at the podcast. Leave some comments too. Yeah, some do that. Subscri- subscribe to the podcast. I, can't, I, I don't know why I haven't been saying that. But just, if this is your first time listening, subscribe to this podcast. Rate. <laughs> Talk, sh- talk your shit, whatever. I appreciate all the listens exactly. we get every fucking week. Whether you Fuck. just started tuning in or if you've been down all the way back from episode one when we didn't know how to make a title. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was going we, with the flow. We appreciate every single click. Still going with the flow. We've seen how this shit works. Yep. Yeah. We're almost at that time where usually the, the groups have it figured out. They always say after 150 episodes, that's there's no more testing waters. That's what usually when it's go at that point. We'll see. Hmm. Got three more episodes to figure it out. <laughs> Shit. Until then. Until then. Yeah, we out, bitch. Hove! You think Hove gonna have a 60 for 60? He's, he's gonna turn 50 first. Yeah, but you know, when he gets to 60. Probably. We already threw the headphones. It don't matter. Let's end it now. End it! Peace! Peace! Peace. <laughs>